You're listening to DraftKings Network. the cooligans in the first segment we go over the parade we go over Woo. uh getting names wrong uh, and it's not alexis's time yeah, i, I promise I, I, I hope <laughs> uh and uh, we also talk about corner gate all right because there was a lot a lot of controversy we cover it all and in the second segment it's not a lie you didn't click on a lie <laughs> we interview giuseppe rossi uh, we what? Do. it's crazy he's no. on the show yes <laughs> on this show i can't believe it either so i know all this and more today on the cooligans hey this is alexi lawless there is nobody in u.s soccer that is more important than the cooligans yeah baby Welcome. Hello. <laughs> oh, Mary. Okay, this is. Uh, we're excited to be here. Uh, we're, we're already trying to adjust to the fact that normally, when our, in our studio, we're in a closed, we're studio. in an enclosed space. But uh, they've opened the doors. They've opened uh, the the walls. They've, yeah. t- they've <laughs> taken down the walls. The walls. It's one of these spaces where that kind of opens up and it becomes like a bigger event space. Yeah. Ah, uh, man, it is a very big event space. But that part of that event space is also <laughs> the hallway uh, to the radio station uh, and the coffee machine, which we are being broadcast loudly to. So we're performing uh, for the refrigerator yeah. right now. Also, uh, the lobby door is open. <laughs> so, I mean, this this just is it's going to everybody. It's going to everybody. And we curse. So okay. buckle up. Office. Uh, yeah. So, uh, welcome to the you show. You think HR can hear us? <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be a problem. We're gonna, somebody's going to get in trouble. Someone's getting a pink slip. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, we are the Cooligans. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. Yes, it is. I'm Alexis Guerreros. Uh, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to at the top of Madison Square Garden. That's right. We're here in Stage 17, part of the OG Podcast Network. You already know that, but we're not just the funniest. We are not just that. We are that. Yeah, we are that. Yeah, but we're not just that. Not exclusively. Nah, because it just so happens to be... <laughs> With the gulliest soccer that, podcast. That's right. Sprat. And more and more people are getting to learn what, what the, 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 the ideology <laughs> right, right. of what living a gully lifestyle really is. The, I, the, the, gull, the gull, gulliest. No, that was the word I, I was trying to. <laughs> so the t- gullification. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I would just say the gullification. The gullification. Yeah. And that gull. Gullin. You know what I meant. Okay. Well, you know words. And I'm a strong suit. <laughs> Not how I get paid. That's what I'm saying. Even And uh, DC has been introduced. Oh, wow. Or even reintroduced to to the, that gully lifestyle. The district just became a bit more gully <laughs> because we were there. That was one of the most amazing moments of my career. I uh, I will have to uh, agree with you, you there. Th- you also think it was one of the most amazing moments of my Cor- career. Correct. <laughs> yes. You've had very few mo- good moments in yeah. your career. <laughs> this was a big one. <laughs> Uh, I was, it was just so dope. You know, as I'm performing, you kind of look past the audience. Yeah. You know, packed house, right? We didn't have enough seats. Look at pretty that. dope when mm-hmm. that happens. Where you're like, sorry, you stand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was like uh, a UCB show. People sitting on the floor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no one paid $700. Uh, so it wasn't exactly like a UCB show. But, uh, you know, you look past the audience and, you, and they have these two big glass doors and you see 
Audi Field. Audi Field, right there. Just right there. Yeah. So if you're performing <laughs> in Audi Field. Yes. If you didn't, uh, if you weren't there or you didn't know about this show, we uh, we did a live show at Audi Field. Uh, essentially, four Screaming Eagles. Uh, they they helped uh, put it together. Some other fans were there. Other fans just were there. It was just everybody yeah, was welcome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, with uh, we performed with Total Soccer Show, and we had Ben Olsen on the show. Uh, Junior. That's Mer- right, Coach. Coach Ben Olsen. Ben Olsen, the head coach. Okay. Of the team, yeah, came and <laughs> sat with us while we interviewed them. Him in front of a live audience, correct, in all, his home stadium. All intense energy, Ben Olsen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. lots of energy. Wanted there. to punch every one of us, <laughs> Ben Olsen. Smaller than I expected. Well, that's all. That's because all, he carries all himself. Players, all but soccer. he carries himself in this like. Big to me. He's got big old jaw. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. He has a, he has a strong jawline. Yeah. Uh, you know, strong features. Hell yeah. Let's break down Ben Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> Every single body part. But he was just, what a what a dope dude. Yeah. Uh, needed to get out of there, so we threw him up first, right? He's a busy guy, apparently. He's exactly. got things to worry about. Well, he was... He was- uh, honest about like even in uh the in like the the green room he was basically like uh hey man look after uh, after a game i'm just i'm not right you know yeah. <laughs> i need to go home and i need to get right <laughs> so like you know uh, we always uh talk while we we went to the game the dc united against the revolution but while we were there we were uh, what were we saying we were like yo DC better win this game because the, I know, the energy of the of the show well, depends depends now. on wh- how successful they we are. Should, they should have let us in the locker room just to be like, "Yo, guys, look, <laughs> look it's just you want you want a, a motivational speech." Yeah, I'm not sure you need mo- extra motivation, <laughs> but let's just talk about it, what this means to us. How you how you do out there okay. might affect our ability to yuck yuck. Yes, all right. The, <laughs> this game is not just about you, gentlemen. No, okay? no, no. <laughs> don't fuck up my flow. <laughs> you to think about the comedians yeah. who will be hurting if you don't track back. Yeah. Right. Also, look at Total Soccer Show. Look how sad they might be. <laughs> if you don't do well, they're going to try to do games and stuff, and you're not going to let the audience isn't going to be a part of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, man. Uh, it was uh, it, it was uh, fun, really for everyone uh, who was on the show, and then also, I mean, Quincy Ameriqua. I mean, he's what a first of all scored his first goal in how long? <laughs> in about two years to to draw the game even. Yeah, salvage a point. It was he, well, it was perfect timing. <laughs> Quincy, and let it be on the record that I said from the beginning, get Quincy America. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is right. You're I like, said, trust me, get the backup striker. Trust me, this is going to work out just fine. <laughs> we don't want Wayne Rooney. <laughs> who, who who's that? <laughs> Wayne Hooney? N- never. <laughs> Wayne Hooney. <laughs> Get him out of here, bro. Uh, you got roasted, yeah. Wayne. What are you going to do now? <laughs> you burnt. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, it was an incredible show. And it, it was another, uh, I guess, I don't know, reminder, uh, at least to me, that that uh, what we're doing uh, has some meaning to a lot of people. The people there, everybody was just like, thank you for coming to D.C. Thank you for doing your show, you know, you, you guys make me laugh. It's the same thing with Total Soccer Show that you guys are, are in, in, an important part of uh, one, entertaining me when it comes to soccer 
and uh, understanding the game better. Like people were grateful for what we've uh, like contributed. Yeah, that doesn't happen at comedy shows very often. No, not at all. People don't say thank you for coming. Maybe if you're a huge name, you know what I mean, and you go to a smaller town or something, people are grateful. But for the most part, no one comes up to you and goes, "Thank you so much." They'll say thank you for a great show. Sure, but no one says thank you for coming here. (laughs) When I'm like, you guys paid. Thank you for coming here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it it is very like um, it's such a it's such a different feeling performing for soccer fans and. Also, I love when but the was, audiences have Total Soccer Show oh, yeah, and yeah. have Coolgans fans. When those two mix, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, the, it is the the difference in with comedy shows is that the you can do a uh, one particular joke that might relate to somebody. You could do like if you do a joke about like cocaine or something, somebody would be like, "Oh man, that really spoke to me because yeah. I love cocaine Ooh, so that much." That went right <laughs> into my nostril. That joke. <laughs> so it's just like, man, hey, look, oh, no, yeah. I, no, I don't do cocaine. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't Oh, I rubbed that joke all over my gums. <laughs> I just, you know, I was just—it's just a joke. It's just a word. No, nah, chill, son. No, we not—we don't sell cocaine. <laughs> but people latch on to anything, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, that guy would thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you so much. For oh my god, uh, he'll tell you about twelve times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, did dude. I tell you that? I tell, thank you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, but it was really, really fun. Really, I just like and and again, uh, every time we do these shows, we get all these tweets like. Yo, you got to come to this city. You got to come to this city. Well, I love when they're like, yo, why'd you go to D.C.? Why aren't you coming here? Yeah, I love those. Those are like, <laughs> me <we're> trying. <laughs> Meanwhile, I mean, what's going to top getting to perform right at the damn stadium? I mean, the we're going to have to just perform D- at all y'all stadiums. D.C. United has set the bar very, very high. Yes, they did. <laughs> but so and, and again, thank you again to D.C. United for uh, for working with us and doing all this, because I know, it, again, it was not easy and it took a lot of people uh, to, uh, to make it happen. And so. I promise you this. I promise you this, audience. Fans, Gully Squad members, family members, listen, I promise this to all of you right now. We will one day be performing on the field. <laughs> Of a soccer stadium, and we're going to fill the stands. What? I promise what? you. Okay. I'm not the, all the stands. What are a we? good portion. Kevin Hart? Of, <laughs> no, we will. I know we will. I can feel I it. Can't, I can't think of anything more uncomfortable than performing like center pitch. First of all, no one said center pitch, and no one said how big the stadium is. Like, maybe I'm talking to Charleston Battery specifically. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just hear me out. Okay. Now, this is more reasonable. Okay. Okay. You out here thinking about. LAFC Stadium. <laughs> Calmate, Christian. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> One step at a time, baby. Uh, but we will be performing on the field. One yes. Uh, and, and yeah, it, it's, uh, but again, absolutely incredible. Super fun. It's been a, uh, essentially a very fun and busy last like two weeks. It was emotional. This was an emotional end to like a very hectic last two weeks uh yes yes and it yeah. and it doesn't uh end i mean there's more stuff there's going so on much but more. uh one thing i did want to mention that we we did uh the race wars podcast last week that was uh, a blast that was really really fun and if you guys are into uh i mean the show the title of the show it tells kind you exactly of what, what subject they go over <laughs> but we had a good time you talked about getting sniffed by diddy which we've talked about on this podcast that's before. right i mean some new listeners may not know we don't have time to get into it now but listen to listen to race wars listen 
it's a great story. story. It's a really great podcast. We had some great riffs. Sherrod Small, absolutely hilarious comedian. Yeah. Karen Margola is super funny. Uh, there was another dude. Brian Kim. Brian Kim, thank yeah. you. But, uh, it's a, a great, great podcast. What, le- legitimately one of my favorites. And if you like uh, comedians talking about racial issues uh, and who swear a lot, yeah, this is with, the one for with, you. With uh, such a lack of sensitivity for, <laughs> Just keep for that in mind. racial issues. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so listen to that. So you, you were a fan of the podcast for a long time. So uh, this years, was, uh, yes, yeah. I've been this is a big, uh, big deal for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I was very, very proud to, to be I on I am there. not. So, Sharab, never been a fan of the show. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm really, I'm honored to have been asked to do it. And the fact that we both got to do it is absolutely incredible. And I, I, and I did uh, History Hyenas yesterday. Oh, that's uh, so dope. I was on Yanis uh, Papas and Chris Stefano's podcast. Chris was not in town, but uh, surprisingly, I didn't know. I was just going to go say hello to Yanis with, right. with Elvis. Right. Uh, I went to go say hello, and then he's recording the show. He's like, hey, hop on. And then coincidentally, they were talking about uh, the women's national team and the equal pay issues. And the entire show became about me explaining to Yanis what the, the lawsuit and why they're asking for equal pay and what is exactly going on. Which so, we kind of did on Race Wars as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, this was definitely like dealing with Giannis's energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Especially on his podcast where I, yeah, he dials it up and, a little bit. And he constantly puts down, you know, soccer. Uh, He's one of those people that's like, I, I'll fix soccer. Watch this. Exactly. Make the goals bigger. I'm like, <laughs> I swear to God, this you're is an what, idiot. When we talk about the, uh, um, uh, you know, our peers, our comedy peers who, who are like. They <laughs> Giannis is make a fun. great example. Giannis is oh, at the top of like, the, the sport is boring. Nobody yeah. cares. It's not enough scoring so uh but it was a fun conversation and i had a long conversation i I never thought i would ever do this and and get being in this soccer bubble uh you become so it's so insulated that uh like i i mentioned the portland thorns right uh and he was like what is that Right. Like he thought the name was weird. He couldn't believe that they would get, you know, nearly 20,000 fans at, at games. Like, and I'm like, to me, it's like such a rational thing that a, I'm like, a, of course, a, an NWSL team is incredibly You're successful. Like, but, it's, <laughs> but it's Portland. It's Portland. <laughs> what are you talking about, Giannis? <laughs> it's just like he couldn't grasp it. They were like, what? So, like there's a successful women's soccer team. Orlando Pride gets right? like a ton of fans. What are you talking about? But that's what I'm saying. I wish I could smack people, people don't know. sometimes. But people don't but, like, know. But like not to hurt them, just to get the information into their head. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a it's a it's a knowledge delivery system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hurt you. Yes, sir. Look, <laughs> if I ever had to explain to you guys that we're Hispanic, is that the first thought that popped in my head is if I hit someone with an open hand, they'll learn. <laughs> that is one of the few things that got passed down to me from my family. Money's not coming. Yeah, you smack him, you say, aprendite ya. <laughs> yeah, ya lo sabes. Yeah, I got it, mom. Yeah, no, no, Loud no, and clear. Legitimately learned the lesson okay. just now. You know, I, I don't know, I don't know if I I'll retain it yeah. because of the concussion you just gave me, but I'm all, yeah. <laughs> I definitely learn right now. Need me to open this book again? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's good. I feel like we're done with school. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, that's going to be coming out, I believe in a week or a week or two, give or take. Uh, but li- history hyenas, uh, listen to that when that comes out, I'll, I'll make sure to share it. Cause that was like a, another fun conversation. And, and again, the, the, uh, it, I think it just highlights that the fact that us being comedians who talk about soccer and then on top of that, American soccer, 
We have, we have, uh, we're big, like four layers away from he, other humans. <laughs> we're just like four steps yeah, we away. Don't, we, we're, we're so, I've been around so much soccer people that, I, that I'm, I feel like I'm normal. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, and course. then when I get out of it, everybody's like, what are you talking about? Who I are love, you? I love talking to someone about soccer, but like from the point of view that we have, like the amount of knowledge we have yeah. and how the game is. Right. And then when people are like, what? And I'm like, where have you been? And then I realize like, oh wait, oh, I'm, the, odd I'm one. the one I've been somewhere weird. It's like when like a coach. Is like you don't even know what binary system is. Yeah, that's how we are. We're like doing very inside jokes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's one of the best parts about having performed in DC and when we do these live shows. When yeah. we did the World Cup comedy tour last year, I think I'm wearing the shirt, right? Uh, we were saying like we made a, a reference about what did, I made a Tam joke. Yes, and you even said during the show like what a weird career okay. we developed for ourselves <laughs> where we have a room packed with people that all laughed at a Tam joke. <laughs> That'll never happen again. Exactly. It's it's difficult to find. Uh, you know. Uh, that uh, that audience, right? So yeah. it was, uh, uh, it, so it was incredible. So the the main point out of all this is, if we're doing a live show in your city, you need to be there. Also, if you want us to do a live show in the city. We can't stress this enough. Christian has mentioned it. I've mentioned it. I'll say it again. This happened because of the fans, not because of some conference or some meeting that teams or officials had. They still are unsure as to what we do or how we can benefit or entertain you guys. If you want us to go to your city, it means you have to tell them. Go to the heads of your supporters groups. Reach out to your supporters groups if you're not in one and find out a way to get us to perform in your city. We want to. We want to perform in every single single MLS stadium, all of them, yep. it, but it comes from you. You can do that. Please do it. We want to do it so bad. Okay. So, uh, and that's NWSL as well. We'll perform at all of them. All the, all the soccer stadiums. Sign. Well, all of them. Yo, Europe, you listening right now? <laughs> Yo, Anfield. Yeah. What, what? Yo, Andrew, set it up. <laughs> Get us in the cop, yo. <laughs> so, uh, by we, the way, what a difference from DC because there's people walking by with complete disdain for us <laughs> doing this show loudly. Where, uh, like, three days ago, we were just like, bell of the ball. Hey, we get humbled very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come crashing back down to the ground. So um, the uh, we always uh, like to start the show uh, by showing love to the people, show love to us, or in, uh, especially on iTunes. Thank you so much for leaving a review. Uh, what we, are we at now? We're at 514. Let's go. Woo! Let's go for 600. Who cares? Uh, buddy, not, we're, we're so close to 600. Let's, uh, let's have a good time. So uh, I, I wanted to read this one because uh, it, it is relative uh, to, uh, to D.C. And we were just there. Uh, this, uh, this review is by Richie FC. He says, stay gully. And give, give us five stars. Thank you, Richie. Uh, he's, uh, he continues. He says, my friend thinks Wayne Rooney is his dad because they're both balding. Okay. Okay. You know yeah. what? This, this That's pretty gully, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, it, it, it's I, I don't I look I'm not here to judge or 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 uh, or, uh, or criticize this this uh, theory. Um, but hey, fine. Yeah, I don't know who whose dad is. Who's you know what? Who are we to say that that's not his dad? You know, <laughs> we're not. You know, I don't want to. Do, do either one of us look like Maury Povich? <laughs> no. Okay. But look, I, we've never had a review with such a something so baffling and yeah. so confusing. <laughs> well, he's put a, he he presented us with a puzzle, <laughs> and now we have to solve. So send us your DNA. <laughs> I be, Wayne Rooney. Be very sure what form the DNA is in. <laughs> Right? We're, yeah. here to, we're here to be respected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Do not put some of that in the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> okay, well, we don't. Go ahead. We don't need some wet envelopes arriving <laughs> <know>. here. Some <laughs> sticky ass envelopes. <laughs> I, I like this one. This is uh, not your average soccer podcast, and that's a good thing. That's the title. Five okay. stars. This is by Patrick B. Moore. Okay, which again. Great R&B artist, Patrick Meemore. <laughs> Love the hits. Uh, Christian and Alexis are hilarious. Just got to see them live playing at Audi Field. And their podcast, The Cooligans, is also the funniest and gulliest soccer podcast. Thank you. Uh, when you've got enough tactics from the Total Soccer Show, turn to The Cooligans. For the more personal and funny side of MLS, U.S. Men's National Team, U.S. Women's National Team, and all soccer football. He spelled the football, <laughs> which is fine. Okay, sure. I'm sure in some countries it's spelled that way. Thank you so much, Patrick. Give me more. Thank you so much. So uh, we always appreciate any review. So please help us help us get to 600 right there. We're we're only uh, 85 away, That's 80, it. 86 away. Just nothing. What's that? Like a week or two? Come on, do do the right thing. So come you're on. already listening to this. Just type type the little. If you next. don't know what to put, just come to us and we will smack the information. <laughs> <laughs> or just uh, you know introduce more conspiracy theories of who. Uh, who, what uh, children uh, Wayne Rooney has fathered? Yeah, ooh, yeah try to solve this crime. <laughs> it's not a crime. Well, we don't know. Is it, it a crime? Is it a crime to have a child? To be a balding child? <laughs> Help us solve this puzzle. Uh, so let us know. All right. So um, obviously, we're incredibly uh, stoked for today's show because what, we have an actual. We have a, a, an Italian national team player who was born in Clinton, <laughs> raised in Clifton. New Jersey. This, this is look. If you're listening to the show and you're like, "How? Who are these dudes? Yeah. How the hell did Giuseppe Rossi end up on on their show?" You just heard the first few minutes <laughs> of the show. We don't know either. We don't get it. Okay, I don't know how this stuff is happening. It's like we, we show up to places. People are like, "Yeah," I'm like, "I know, you know, I know Giuseppe Rossi. You want me to introduce you to him?" And we're like, and we're like, "Okay." okay <laughs> but you forgot the guacamole on my chipotle bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it happens anywhere. Anywhere. You never know. You got to be ready at all times. So, uh, Giuseppe Rossi, who uh, obviously played uh, played in England, played in Italy, play, played in Spain for tremendous, tremendous clubs. Uh, played for the Italian, Italian national, national team. team. And it, let me tell you, not one part of the jersey has been removed from this man's <laughs> life. Okay, he brought the jersey to every every city he played in. It's, uh, when he met Pirlo, he goes, hey, how you doing? What's up, Pirlo? Hey, what's going on over there, huh? Over hey, there? I, hey, nice hair, real cute. Yeah, it's real cute. What are you? You, you smell like wine, buddy. Huh? What are you doing? Huh? Real, real lovely. I think my daughter uses the same shampoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk conditioner because I feel like you'll know. Yeah. I feel like more than anything, you know about conditioner. What are we doing? Leaving? No, man. Uh, yes, Giuseppe Rossi uh, is uh, on our show. You will hear him in, the, in our next segment after we talk about a couple other things. But holy smokes. I am so Dude, excited. I, I, I can't even... <laughs> Can't even, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, we we recorded this interview yesterday. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot. By yesterday, we mean Monday. We're recording right now on, on Tuesday. Tuesday. So you're listening on Wednesday, and there's two other days. Of the week. <laughs> it's Thursday and Friday. <laughs> I mean, there's seven. Yeah. There's so a there's... calendar to smack me. <laughs> so I got that information. Uh, I cannot stress to you how nervous uh, I know I was. Uh, this was. Uh... We didn't until he walked in. We didn't think it was real. Exactly. 
So when he walked in, we were like, you actually came? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were getting punked. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so you will hear our conversation. We, uh, just so if you're asking yourself, I wonder what they talked about. We talked about everything you think we talked about. So just keep that in mind. Uh, it's a really, really fun conversation. Yeah. So make well, sure. You wanted to hear some stuff we talked about. We talked about it. <laughs> it was pretty dope. But I will say this. Uh it's so funny to talk to someone like him and have him kind of be loose and open a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, you would expect him to come in and be real tight and blah, blah, blah. And I, this to me is like, this is like the one thing that I was like, you know, I'm glad that we get to interview some of these people. Like when we interviewed Ali Krieger, like all of a sudden we got this huge personality. I was like, yes, yeah, this we get to see the real them. And I feel like we kind of got the same thing to some degree out of, out of uh, Giuseppe Rossi. Like a lot of interviews Giuseppe Rossi's done. He's had to be really defensive about some of the stuff sure. that's happened in the past. We kind of got, him loose you yeah know? It was there was a lot a, of fun somebody had asked uh, we're amazing somebody asked on twitter uh <laughs> i forgot the person but he said uh, uh if you don't call him a traitor i don't want to i'm not going to listen <laughs> which is bold you know like yeah. and you see that this they're is- guests <laughs> of the show we don't want to get here and be like all right yo let's talk about how you fucked up <laughs> tell me i'm gonna let's figure out why you hurt me personally <laughs> yeah no 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 uh, what, no b- b- record this we're gonna okay. Do this on I want air. everybody to see. Every we called everyone from yeah. the office. <laughs> yeah. hey, no, hey, the, open here. the wall. <laughs> open the wall. Everybody needs to hear this. Giuseppe, and now answer me yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah. We, we have witnesses. Put the slice down, Giuseppe. We gotta talk. <laughs> uh, no, couldn't have been nicer. No, what a nice dude. A nice dude. Uh, really, you know, well, you, uh, you'll you'll listen and you'll, uh, you'll, and, you'll uh, you know, hopefully develop your own uh, uh, opinion about the whole thing. So uh, let's talk about a couple things that happened uh last week and then and then uh, the parade we haven't even talked about the parade and, and some uh um, incredible mls games uh yes. th- th- this weekend um so the um the parade let's talk about we went to the parade we did uh we did not uh you know get into like any like press pass or anything we just went yeah straight up as fans you know, we just wanted to see the parade. We were kind of hanging close to uh, the Sky Blue fans, yeah, uh, who were there, sort of closer to the beginning Cloud of the nine. parade. Yeah, Shout Cloud, out to nine. Cloud Nine, they're uh, absolutely awesome. And um, you know, it's just one of those experiences where you're like, "Will we ever get to see this again?" You know? Yeah, this that, was your first that's my championship fir- parade ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. The only other parades I've been to were the Dominican Day Parade. Uh, so no, that's so, a championship every year right there. <laughs> Yo, we win in every year. I, I, you know, <laughs> we won the Keloke Cup <laughs> six years in a row. You know, the, the, the Brugat Derby is like really one of my favorites. So. <laughs> By the way, the stand has a Brugat bar. So okay. it's going to get litty. There's okay. going to be those nets around people's uh, gas tanks. <laughs> it's going to be wild. But listen, we went to the parade. It was awesome, dude. We got to see. We didn't. We only went to make eye contact with Ali. We didn't get to. She was on the. We we 50-50. We got to pick one side of the street. Yeah. We picked the wrong side. Uh, we picked the wrong side. We were on the side of uh, Rapino was on our side. Yeah, we were on the western side. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, Krieger was on the other side. And we were. I was screaming. Yeah. Oh no, we were letting it all out. Yeah. We also made a bunch of people around us laugh. We started roasting the people we didn't know because, like, at one point a flow comes by with like employees of Tagwar, and I'm like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot. So you say Tagwar, I I say it's Tag Hewer or whatever. But I don't, I don't know. I, I actually thought about it. And let tried us know to who's it. right. I think it's Tag Hewer, but uh, anyway. 
so, but also, tachyur also sounds like the way Italians say the word whore. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So maybe that's it then. Maybe that's it. Um, you, know, you never know. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, it was cool being. Coca Cola had their own phone. Get out of here. There were a lot of. There were more. Obviously, there's only, uh, you know, what, 23 players. Give uh, them all their own float. Give them. There should be 23 floats, okay? 23 floats. The person, the, the player's a little higher than everyone else. You got friends and family around them. Throw a couple of Tagwar employees in there. <laughs> Throw a couple of Coca-Cola employees in there. What are we doing the corporate floats for? And they're all like wooing. Shut up. Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> nah, Nobody man, cares. I there mean, was look- one float filled with kids. And I'm like, who are you? Just tell us. <laughs> I even yelled at it at one point. I'm like, tell us who you are. Maybe we'll root for you. Because it got quiet when you came by. Because nobody cares about you. You didn't win nothing. What'd you win? <laughs> What'd you win? An I, interview I, with Coca-Cola? I've, look, honestly, I've never seen a parade get roasted uh, like, <laughs> we did we did roast the parade I, has there ever been like a, 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 a like a, a a parade blogger yeah. you know like a review yeah. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a Lindy West but for parades <laughs> we're like the two old guys in the balcony of the Muppets sure. we're like nope not happening <laughs> who are you uh, yes even you're eight years old not impressed <laughs> yeah oh, oh you kick them all did you win anything <laughs> have you even won the kettle kick up <laughs> No, nah, it was uh, it, it was really cool being there. It was seeing uh, it was cool seeing the the the, the uh, I mean, there were, how many? There were so many kids that get, getting to see their heroes. Like w- I felt That's like one of the that, kids being yeah. like, I, I wanted to push some of the kids out of the way just so that wow. I could see more. Okay, I you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't feel that way. But. You think I wouldn't shove a kid? All right, you out of your mind uh, to see my friend Allie Krieger on a float. She'd understand. Yeah, I mean, if anything, she'd understand and, and respect it. She'd appreciate. Appreciated more than anything. Yeah. I speak, uh, speaking of that, uh, we did get a, a retweet for, of a photo. I have to put my hand over my heart just to make sure it doesn't burst <laughs> out of my chest every time I, it's mentioned or I think about it. Yes, we, we got we got a retweet. We, we didn't even tag her in the phone. We didn't even tag her in the phone. We just said, hey. She's straight following <laughs> following the tweets. We just, uh, we, we tweeted, uh, uh, you know, we out here at the parade and we get a, we get a RT from uh, from Allie Krieger. Said, yes, I heart you guys. I, I heart you guys. Aw, Allie. Oh, we feel the same way. <laughs> oh, I heart you. <laughs> and we gave you guys a nickname, Crashland. That's that's right. Is this was this officially coined by us? It is, and a couple people started using it. I saw a couple hashtag Crashlin Wedding. Yeah, yeah. A couple invite the Cooligans. Okay, look if we 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 came up with the wedding hashtag. Right? That's the one. Everybody, that's like the new thing now. Right? You got to have a hashtag so people can follow it on the on the gram. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, my brother got married uh, two years ago, and his was Los Polancos. Los Polancos. Very good. Which Great is good. mariachi band as well. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I hate it when they're on the subway, but other than that. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to listen to Pod Save America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm out here listening to Toronto rappers. <laughs> I can't be listening to... <laughs> <laughs> okay, it bl- the two blend in. I don't even know where the audio is coming from. Honestly, it slaps. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know mariachi bands had bars like that. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. When did y'all get percussion into this subway? <laughs> <laughs> okay, 808 in mariachi. Impressive. Damn. You got Jay Cole's producer? How you get this? <laughs> so, um, uh, I don't even know. Oh, the, art, the retweet, We've the crash, the crash. 
left yes, and right. It happens. All right. We go on the rip storm. Okay. <laughs> There's no bad ideas in a rip storm. <laughs> Just let it out. We'll put it on the whiteboard. <laughs> so the uh, yes, the, uh, Crashlin is uh, hopefully that it, it sticks. I think. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it, it, I think it works perfectly. I've never heard that one before from anybody else. No, it's ours. So we do it. We, we, ours. we own it. Put it on a shirt. Please let us in the wedding. <laughs> yeah. We'll sell you the name for free. Well, the rights. Yeah. Yes. We'll sell it's all it to yours you for free. Just <laughs> please let us in the wedding. <laughs> like if you don't invite us, you know, we're going to try to get in. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, let's okay. not make it awkward. We don't, we don't need that kind of publicity. Right? You know, and uh, neither do you. Exactly. It'll just be embarrassing for all parties involved. Really? At the end of the day, we're going to be there. Right. <laughs> let's just make it a positive. <laughs> We'll sit with the kids. Remember how I said I'd shove them? I'll keep them away from the buffet. <laughs> okay, they don't need it. Uh, okay, so yes, it's incredibly fun. Uh, uh, the, the parade in itself was was full of uh, incredible sound bites, dancing. All right, they yes. were, I mean, I I did not know Megan Rapinoe could dance like that. Yo, Megan, if Megan Rapinoe isn't in your Southern hip hop music video, <laughs> you real- ain't really got that hot of a joint. <laughs> yeah. I'm letting you know that right now. Yes, it's 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 similar to like the uh, the Magic City when the strippers are dancing to your music, and then that that means that the song that means it's hot. That means it's a hot track. Yeah, if they want to dance to it, that means it's a hot track. Well, we got a new bar has been set. If Megan Rapinoe wants to bop <laughs> to your song. <laughs> It's hot. It's hot. Okay. I'm mariachi band. You want to get on the top of the? You want to get on rap caviar on Spotify? Okay. You All need right. Megan Rapino. Just hit him with a little bit of moves. She. Uh, I mean, the the the. She also danced to a song about her own name. Did she remember? They were going, oh, Megan Rapinoe. Oh, sure. You know, she hit. She Millie Rock. <laughs> she was to a song about her was, own name. I mean, she was killing him. She's she living the life. So, also, shouts to Carlos Cordero. Yes, forget Megan Rapinoe. Rapinoe. We've heard this. I mean, this is like a uh, people get her name wrong often. Uh, you think the president, the president of, the, of U.S. Of, soccer? Of U.S. soccer. It's like it's like if um, when uh, you know a, a commissioner M, uh, David Stern yeah. was uh, was like Michael Jordan yeah, wins yeah. the. MVP, yeah. you know, <laughs> Michael Horton, get up here. <laughs> so it's it's it looks bad. It looks terrible. And it wasn't like he realized he said it wrong and then corrected. No, no, he was like, ah, we got that right. Okay, He's, good yeah. day for me. <laughs> All right, rapping I am, up. I am crushing this speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did pretty good. <laughs> no, it's not rapping up. And yes, the president of U.S. Soccer, who is currently in the middle of a lawsuit. With the U.S. Women's National this Team. This should be brought up in the lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> this is your squad that just won a World Cup. You were at the games, my guy. Yeah. You yeah. didn't hear one person. Dude, the French people were pronouncing her name correctly. That's a different language. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it, it looked bad. And and she did. Uh, Carlito Cordero. Get the wase. He did go on. Uh, Someone should smack the name into his brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. We're, we need a Latin mom. Yeah, Polanco, call mom real quick. I'll call Daisy. So give <laughs> Cordero smack over the head. A little fuagada. Like... <laughs> a fuagada of knowledge. <laughs> it, Este niño, coño. <laughs> coño. <laughs> Ven para acá para que no tenga que ir para allá para adelante. <laughs> okay. I, hopefully everybody has their Duolingo apps open. Also, all the Latinos listening, PTSD. <laughs> A lot of cars are on the side of the road. <laughs> Drivers shivering, cold sweats. <laughs> so, the uh, but Megan Rapino did go on to uh, deliver a, a great speech. It was very inspiring. And uh, I think off the cuff. 
Or she didn't. She didn't. She got no. She got no ghostwriters. Off the cuff. Let me tell you, <laughs> Carlos Cordero could have. Corduroy, I think. Yeah, Corduroy could have could have used a little off the cuff himself. She went off the cuff and delivered one of the most inspirational speeches. I'll, I'll say this. I think uh, you know because we are public speakers, right? We're always performing mm-hmm. in front of an audience. Always. It was very easy to see that Carlos Cordero was nervous. Yeah, absolutely. Uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know if he's generally uncomfortable talking in public, but he uncomfortable talking in public. I think that's probably the first characteristic I want in a president. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that we yeah. can certainly use that right now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I can use someone who's a little current bit president, a little too comfortable. A little too Sorry. comfortable. <laughs> Maybe someone who's just a slight bit more nervous. <laughs> Maybe someone who at the very least has a filter. <laughs> so, the, uh, uh, yeah, he looked a little uncomfortable. I, I think the uh, it's weird to be, uh, you know, praising this team that's in the middle of suing you, yeah. right? Like, so you, you can't really... You think maybe he got it wrong on purpose? Like it was a bit of a flex? He was like, hmm, little... Oh, you mean Megan I mean, I, I don't see in what way that benefits him. No, it doesn't. At all. It just it makes him look way, way worse. My favorite reaction was Allie Long behind her. She just slightly brought her glass sunglasses <laughs> down. Like, what did you just say? <laughs> it's like that gif of uh, the the dude that takes off the glasses and <laughs> there's still glasses. One. Yeah, <laughs> his glasses under there anyway. Uh, but uh, really cool. I think it was uh, yeah, uh, getting to see that, especially uh, right in New York, getting to see uh, um, just uh, obviously these inspirational people and yeah. and all the all the chants throughout the parade uh, at, at the podium uh, and, and even throughout, they were chanting like equal pay, equal pay, equal pay. Yeah, the uh, crowd was getting into it when uh, so Cordero I, got I love up. that it's become a, a bigger issue uh, because I think the women's national team can definitely help shape culture a little bit when 100%. it comes to this stuff. So, uh, and you know what I know, what you notice about them, even when you see them interacting on social media or in person as they've floated by, they're a team, they're a unit. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. there's so much unity, they get along so well. And you know, it's one of the beautiful things. One player was upset that she didn't get on the team and she went to, you know, the network that we all follow, certainly, right? <laughs> we, this is where we get our soccer what, news Yeah, from. what network was this on? It's the Christian Bible Network. Okay. I got the app. So yeah. <laughs> this is where I get my soccer news from. <laughs> um, yes, we, we talked about this. Uh, if you haven't listened to our crossover episode with Total Soccer Show, uh, make sure to do that. That, that came out on uh, Monday uh, and it was super fun. And uh, we took a lot of listener questions. But somebody did ask about uh, Jaylene Hinkle, who is uh, the player she plays for the North Carolina Courage. And I was a little drunk and a little tired. So I, I went <laughs> off the cuff myself. <laughs> so he shared. You can hear Alexis's unfiltered uh, yeah. opinion. Uh, you trash bee. <laughs> uh, about it, but the what we want to talk about in particular with this is uh, not just one the, half a crash, Lynn. <laughs> one half a crash, uh, Lynn. About it. So the uh, the, the Christian Bible Network uh, did like a, a, a short. I don't know if it's part of a larger documentary or just a short clip. God, I hope not. Um, because yeah, we don't need more of this content. Uh, yeah. Christian Bible Network. And also, I could tell when no one when no one in your network watches soccer when the person's like made it to the professional women's soccer league <laughs> you said it like condescending i can hear it <laughs> oh like pff, oh wow they have that okay cool wow <laughs> so the uh they wear skirts oh the mic's still on <laughs> there was a uh, uh, this video uh of uh jaylene hinkle being interviewed t- talking about why she um basically 
she felt like, you know, she was being forced to wear this political symbol uh, with the rainbow color uh, uh, lettering on, right. uh, on the number or whatever. And uh, about how her religion didn't allow her. Yeah. And it was like she was and she, and she felt uh, pressured and she felt like um, I, she didn't use the word pressure, but she felt like the uh, she was basically being an obedient servant to the Lord right. uh, by uh, not choosing to not play on the team because she didn't want to wear those jerseys. I might be the last person anyone wants to hear this from because it's about women's issues. But when a woman says the word obedient, I cringe a little. <laughs> sure. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Look, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're talking to two people who are not really huge fans of the Christian Bible network. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Regardless of the amazing soccer coverage you provide for this nation. <laughs> I know my name might be Christian, but trust me, yeah. Yeah. not my, not the, my go-to channel. I'm uh, CBN. I'd be interested in the Christian Brugal <laughs> network. Okay. Now that I'm watching. <laughs> Okay, Jalen Hinkle drunk, on t- <laughs> Wait, holding a Bible in her hand. No, nope. <laughs> the Bible has the net around it. <laughs> now, let me tell you something else. <laughs> no, uh, so the reason we're talking about this is because uh, you know we, we, Ashton clap back. Ashton clap back, and and you know the, after you win a World Cup, I mean I don't know how long she can go unfiltered. I think she 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 typed out this tweet holding a bottle of champagne in her yeah, hand, yeah. right? Not so, giving a damn <laughs> with the other hand. So. Uh, her her tweet after uh, she retweets the the video about Jalen Hinkle talking about why uh, she didn't want to play on the team. She quote tweets it, but it starts off gully as hell. She goes Hinkle, comma <laughs> by your name. She's I, calling you by your name. It's not confusing who we're gonna be talking about right <laughs> no, now. No, all right, <laughs> just so you know, in case you're wondering who I'm looking at <laughs> when I say these next words. Yes, and I know we're using the surnames, so it could be any Hinkle, but trust me, we're talking about you. Well, whatever. The whole family, why don't y'all sit down? <laughs> Stop the cookout. <laughs> so uh, it says Hinkle. Uh, she said, quote, Hinkle, our team is about inclusion. Your religion was never the problem. The problem is your intolerance and you are homophobic. You don't belong in a sport that aims to unite and bring people together. You would never fit into our pack or what this team stands for. Wow. Sprat. Okay. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was an Ashlyn Harris clapback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is uh, We officially have a, a fun new sound cue Oh yeah <laughs> And that was an official clapback <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah She she went in and uh, they were, I'm trying to, I'll pull up the tweet itself Because it actually she, she continued uh, Further and then uh, and, and she continues in the next uh, tweet uh, Right under it, she says Don't you dare say our team is not a welcoming place for Christians You weren't around long enough to know What this team stood for This is actually an insult to the Christians On our team, uh, shame on you So <sighs> It's it's a it's a valid point to make, especially because there are uh, religious people on the team. There are Christians on the team yeah. that are much more inclusive. And they, I think there's like one or two actual conservatives on the team too who were like, "Yeah, no, I get it. We're rainbow flags, I'm all for it." You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so this seems this is a strange thing because um, I'm just gonna say the, I th- I've the, said enough on the, the other podcast, but you can't. It's insulting to everybody else to hide behind whatever book you want to follow. To give you an excuse for being an asshole. Okay, that is a fair point. I agree, but the I, it, I'm I'm almost more 
it, it seems more comical to me for the stand to take is like the rainbow colors is where I draw the line. Yeah, I will not. That is the gayest thing yeah. I've ever seen. Or how about I will not wear the colors of that thing that happens sometimes after it rains that brings joy to children. <laughs> like, I mean, I get that the rainbow flag is like it is definitely the symbol for uh, for gay people, but it's it's not like. Uh, it, I, there's worse symbols. You know what I mean? I'm saying the, it's like yeah. it's not a swastika that people are like that. That it is a definitively terrible thing. That that actually she might not have a problem with this. She's like, why don't we <laughs> go, look? Look, I'm, good people on both sides. Just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a silly thing to define a a a. a like a pivotal moment it's in your not, life. She ain't that important, and she's trying to get some sh- some promotion out of it. It's the only reason she did it. She knew she was going to make I'm the fi- team. I'm fine with the promotion of it, even if she's that self involved. Whatever, I'm, I'm fine with it. But then, then be fine with me saying you're trash, B. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine too. Yeah, you're trash. You're it, a trash human it's being. Corny. It's to me, it's just corny. It's just a it's a rainbow colors. Really, this is the like. Even if you are against. All of it, like it's so childish. Yeah, it, you're you're not taking it. You're not making any real point. And it's also and it's also clearly what's more important to you is the the to, to hold on to your homophobia and and your guilt and feel like it's it's honestly it is one of those things where I'm like doth uh, protest too much kind of thing. I'm like, yeah. I, I, it's not unheard of. Well, she she might have spent a little bit too much time in the shower, a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying this is very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just looking down a little bit. I mean, this you should not, you guys. I mean, we see it with like you know the the, the those people that are most passionate about how evil gay yeah. people are, and yeah, all the, of a sudden yeah. they they tapping their shoe like in, the in the restroom. Was, yeah, the dude who was voting against it. Meanwhile, he was on Grinder. You know what I mean? This exactly. Is, I, all of this is such it's idiotic. I mean, but Grinder is just a good app. That yeah, it's it's an easy way to make friends. So. Oddly enough, big overlap with the users of the Christian Bible Network app. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why well, you got both these apps on your I phone, know. man? Damn, son, <laughs> in one folder. <laughs> seems like it seems like they almost go hand in hand. <laughs> No, I said hand in hand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, for, yeah, just like a dumb thing. I'm, I'm, uh, I applaud uh, Ashton Harris Absolutely. for saying something and not not leaving it as like, uh, uh, like, like, like Jalen Hinkle was wrong. Like somebody, like the the team conspired to like put her down or get her off the team or Jill Ellis was involved and not, you know, it's just like, yo dude, like, and, and on total soccer show, uh, um, and we were doing the, the, the two parter episode, the, uh, Daryl did mention like that it, it was a soccer decision. And part of the soccer decision is the, the, the chemistry of the team. And of yeah. course you would affect the chemistry of the team to have like a lot of, a lot of people said the only reason Ali long was on the team was because she has a great presence in the locker room and everyone likes her and she gets along also incredibly good. But one of the defining features of her getting on the team is she brings everyone together. She makes everyone have a good time and it's relaxing. And that's part of the game. Yeah. Part of the game is that, yo, why would anybody want you around? If you all of a sudden start being like, yo, I don't like Cubans. This might be a difficult thing for us to do. You know, yeah, know, I mean? you know God told me I can't like Cubans. I'm going to take three days <laughs> and think about 
what it means to be around a bunch of Cubans. <laughs> it's like, yo, like that would cause some issues, man. This podcast wouldn't be that great. You yeah. know? Yeah. If Tim was like, yo, I don't like Dominicans, right? That's why I don't order Ubers anymore. <laughs> like we, yeah, we have some problems. You're missing out, man. They, we can I get just, you where you need to go. I don't it's know a why. Pretty, I, it's a pretty easy way to get around the city sometimes. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 and the I feel like your are, hatred's getting in the way. I, and the songs we're playing on the radio are going to be pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's so lost. what? If I'm having large, loud arguments <laughs> on FaceTime <laughs> with you in the magazine. Um, so the um, so it, it was it, again. It was a, a a good point. I think I said. But how'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> so the um, okay. So uh, you know one thing I do want to talk about uh, real quick because. Uh, I'll, People have been uh, mentioning f- uh, to to talk about NWSL more and, and that bump that and, and a lot of the players. Alex Morgan mentioned it at the at the SP. She says, "You guys, you know, if if we want the women's game to grow and 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 be stable, the the women's leagues in, in their respective countries need to be supported. Uh, and NWSL is the league we have here, and 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 you know, people should, obviously should watch the games and, and go to the games. But yeah. uh, I, and I do want to mention uh, NWSL did sign uh, a contract uh, with these ESPN. ESPN. For the rest of the season to air, I believe, like 14 games or something like that. That's great. Uh, so, and then the first game of was the, Portland versus uh, Orlando, Orlando, uh, which is huge, huge game. But Ashlyn Harris and Ali Kruger did not play. Obviously, they, they have to uh, get the champagne out of their system. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, going to take can't. a couple of days. They're passing no piss test right now. <laughs> you know, Adriana French also didn't play for uh, for the Thorns, but the. Uh, this game was unbelievable. Uh, four to three uh, for, from the Thorns. Uh, the Great atmosphere too. Great atmosphere. Uh, uh, goals from uh, Marta, uh, and then but the, the, a late game winner in the 94th minute uh, from Tyler Lucy. Uh, and it, but it's just the, the for the first game uh, from this new contract on ESPN. Yeah. To be a seven goal thriller. That's it. That's what you want. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, the game itself was incredibly entertaining, but to ha- to have this to be the first, like, I mean, they couldn't have asked for anything more. I don't think I've said this, but a lot of people, I might have. Stop me if I have. Um, a lot of people have been messaging like D and like her friends are all talking about like, yo, Ashlyn is so dope and Allie Krieger and all these players like David Rapino, everyone loves. They've gotten to know some of these players now because of this women's world cup and how some of the subjects that have been sort of broached have reached beyond the soccer world. Sure. And everyone's like, yo, these women are great. Equal pay. Oh, how do we support them? Buy a ticket to an NWSL game. Enough with just acting like you follow these people on social media. Like, that's enough. Go support them. They yeah. sell tickets to their work on purpose. They don't sell tickets to accounting. You know what I mean? They sell tickets to this. Go take the extra step and actually really support them. Don't just hit them with a couple of retweets or a couple of hearts. We good. Like, they got that. Go support them. You want, you really want equal pay. You really want these women to shine the way they've been shining in this world cup. Now that all of the cameras of the world aren't on them, go be there for them. Go buy a scarf, go buy a Jersey, go show some support. Could you imagine just like a group of like, just anybody, just like a group of 15, 20 people just show up to an NWSL game that don't know anything about soccer just to support. Yeah. That'd that'd be be dope. If a couple people did that, They'd be much closer to this equal pay issue. And I'm not just saying that straight up to women. I'm saying that to men and everybody who don't like the sport, who don't know anything about the sport, but all of a sudden have a vested interest. Well, actually put your money where your mouth is and go to these games. I think think you point out an interesting thing where people are – it's easier to – Promote the female soccer player as an individual than the a team, you know, like a team or yeah. a league. Uh, people tend, I think, people tend to be. I think 
a, a lot of people's um, negative, cause, and I was talking to Giannis about this, where he was like, he, the concept of watching professional women's soccer seemed very foreign to him, and he made the immediate uh, comparison to WNBA. He's like, I, w- I, I won't go watch the WNBA because it's just not as good. Uh, and and that, that says something about the sport in itself, like uh, he, he made the point like that, that uh, basketball is like a much more high flying uh, as, as sport, less about technique per se, as opposed to soccer, which is like very much about technique. Yeah. And, and women can play a, a, as attractive uh, soccer as, as the men can. Uh, but that the, the difference between women's basketball and men's basketball is like too stark of a difference that he can't, he can't be comfortable. So yeah. I'm, all I'm saying is that the, the, a lot of times the, the WNBA puts a negative uh, sort of feeling to, for a lot of people to even start supporting women's sports. I'm not hundred percent sure that's true because women's college basketball is just as exciting as men's college basketball for a lot of people. Well, I, I don't like college basketball at all. Me neither. That's yeah. why I said for a lot of people. Sure. But I remember when, uh, you know, what was it? Uh, Tarasi had that run at UConn. The, the house was full every time. So People I, were going nuts. I, I'm always, I'm actually interested in this because I, I think that, I, I also with men's college basketball, I think people are not supporting the players. They are supporting the institution. Yeah, the, the name on the front, not the one on the back. Yeah. So college, they've been around 100 years. Yeah. It's similar. I don't get it. Dude, you're watching a bunch of kids playing for free, hoping not to bust their knee open so they can make money. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. It I, seems, it, it makes me uncomfortable. It's cool for them to seems get, like everyone there is being a little bit too obedient. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> wonder how uncomfortable I feel. Well, that that's why the, um, uh, you know, seeing like LeVar Ball start his own league, uh, the, uh, his son, going, which we're huge fans. Of. We love that. He did yeah, that. Never lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, but his son going to play in uh, Australia, well, like instead, Uganda or something, right? Like he goes to play, he plays, Played somewhere else before Australia. He played in Latvia. Latvia. Okay, so uh, I was so close. <laughs> you know that Ugandan basketball <laughs> league that they we both all both end in A's. <laughs> so maybe Wayne Rooney's my dad. <laughs> but the um, uh, so but the people are looking for other sort of avenues. But that that is um, that's sort of the issue. Like uh, college is it, it, it's there. I think for a lot of people, it's it's easier to support. One female athlete, female athletes as an individual, but not the sport that they play. You know what I mean? It's so funny to me that people look at some of them like, oh, they're influencers who also play professional soccer. No, go watch a game. (laughs) Nobody wants to be seeing influencer live trash, but like a real (laughs) professional at something amazing. Okay. So, um, the, uh, so, but, but it was, uh, that first game was, was incredible. So, uh, 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 congrats to the Portland thorns, uh, on that great, great win. So uh, shouts to the NWSL for getting on ESPN. That's dope. Nice. Nice. Come up. That's it. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about a, a couple uh, major league soccer games that uh, you know uh, were were. I just also want to update everyone: Arsenal yet to buy anybody. They're not going to. Thank you. Okay. Oh, so you know what? Speaking of Arsenal, before we talk about the MLS game, let's talk about uh, Charlotte. Ooh, this weekend. So yeah, you may Your have boys seen... hanging out with Arsenal. <laughs> <If> you... <laughs> yeah, that's what the event is called. Your boys <laughs> hanging out with Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they also have a nickname for it called House of Soccer, but 
I mean, we just scrub that off. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, all, no. all the posters. We could just put what we said above it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, we, if you follow us on social media, you may have heard this already. Uh, we will be the host of House of Soccer, which is uh, uh, an event planned around um, the International Champions Cup match between Arsenal and Fiorentina. That's right. They made Charlotte the home. Yes. Of the ICC now. That is the home base for it. And we are going to be the host. We're going to be the MCs. We're going to be the, there two, the whole two, time. Two whole days. Uh, Friday, uh, July. What is that? 20, uh, Friday, July 19th. Uh, July 19th. That's and right. They got July 20th. Uh, doors open with hosts us the Cooligans beats by DJ Minor. They're gonna have food trucks, Bud Light beer gardens, soccer contests, gaming stations, freestylers, Indie Cowie, uh, Sky Cowie, uh, which we haven't met yet. We haven't That's met her sister. sister. Yeah, we haven't met her sister. Sky. We're gonna judge which Cowie's the the stronger right. Cowie. We met we <laughs> met Floor Cowie, not as impressive <laughs> as Sky Cowie, I think. Uh, uh, DJ Devene is gonna be there. Um, he's a freestyler, not a yeah. DJ, but he, maybe he has no, some yeah, well, dope playlist. <laughs> You know, you never know. He's great. DJ's awesome, man. Sounds I thought they said Harambe. It says Henry. Yo, shouts to Harambe. (laughs) Making it through. All right. Coming back to life. Uh, R.I.P. Harambe, dude. Uh, Head coach of team one is going to be Heather O'Reilly. Head coach of team two is going to be Crystal Dunn. That's insane. We got Cody Zeller of the Charlotte Hornets. uh, Ray Parler. John Harks. Wes Knight. Mike Harrington. I mean, the names. Charles Johnson. Trey Boston. Dewan Edwards. Florence Galarza. I mean... Uh, a lot happened. from Argentinian <laughs> national team, Florencia Galarza. What? Uh, what? Uh, give people a link. Uh, oh, what? by the way, our homies, Grits and Biscuits. That's right, Grits and Biscuits going to be there. That's right. Those are our homies. If you don't know, they're like uh, they're like kind of like an old school Southern hip hop uh, dance party. But there's just so much stuff. But if you want to go, just go to internationalchampionscup.com slash. Uh, go to International Champions Cup and click on House of Soccer, or you could just Google House of Soccer and it'll pop right up. Yeah. They have a registration uh, thing. Register now so you can get in. It's gonna be absolutely awesome. Come hang out with us. Yeah, and go to the game as well, uh, dude. We're gonna go to the Arsenal versus Fiorentina match, dude. I'm losing my mind. This is gonna be crazy. See, it's at Bank of America Stadium, dude. We're gonna be there. We're gonna be trying to be doing a bunch of stuff, and also at 2 p.m. on Saturday, Creative Player Foundation Clinic with special guest. Megan Rapinoe. I mean, are you not (laughs) excited? Uh, That's pretty fun. That's pretty cool. So Megan Rapinoe is going to be there. Megan Rapinoe (laughs) will be there. That's how we're going to say her name. That's Uh, right. You know what? We just might. (laughs) Honestly, we just might. Um, No. So uh, if you are in uh, the Charlotte area, if you are nearby, uh, please come through. I mean, it'll be uh, say hello to us. Uh, We're going to be there uh, the entire time. At four o'clock, they have the fan prep zone face painting and body marbling in team color okay we bejazzling because <laughs> sign me up I, all right i'm in <laughs> i just bend over they're like go ahead get into it they're like sir please <laughs> yes i need i need my taint bedazzled <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need to get to dazzled <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> let me show you hold on a second somebody hold my leg <laughs> oh Okay, so 
Uh, please come to that. Uh, that's a, it's going to be it's, it's a huge thing for us. I mean, it might be one of our biggest like opportunities. This is um, huge. It, I mean, this is the real deal. So uh, uh, we would love to see you. So and for our fans come. who don't know, remember the Susan Sarandon story, that whole event? Yeah, that was run by ICC. That's how they they knew who we were. But this is how they caught wind of our special skills. Exactly. So so uh, here we are. Yeah. I mean, again, so, you never know. So but, uh, it's really I mean, the 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 way these things, the, the chain reactions of like explaining. You, how we got to where we are will just never be easy. Because sometimes people ask us, like, well, oh, that's cool. I, I love, uh, like, what you guys are doing. How did you guys get to where you are? I'm like, okay, look, you're going to have to corner Susan Sarandon yeah, at some yeah. point. You're going to have to give her a nickname. Now, I've already said Suze, so that's kind of lost its luster. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but these things uh, sort of just sort of happen. If you go to a soccer event, you see Meryl Streep. Here's what you got to do. Okay. And, and, and here we are. So uh, it, it is truly... What? A dream. It's a dream. Uh, we certainly took no straight line. No, not at all. Our line is so not straight that Jaylene Hinkle actually just said <laughs> she hates it. She, <laughs> she won't appear on this podcast because that line, that career path is she, a little not straight enough. She refuses. She <laughs> thought about it for three days. Her and her 12 friends went into the uh, forest. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, so make sure uh, to go to that. All right. So let's talk about a, a, a couple. You're like. Yeah, okay, make sure you do that. <laughs> so thank you. So um, the let's talk about a couple MLS matches that uh, were incredible uh, this weekend. And, and we have to start with... Isn't the- John Hark's going to be there? Isn't he the one that smashed? Yeah, it is, it is, Alexis. Why bring it up? <laughs> oh, you we all gonna- know what happened. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> I, I, You know what? I'm almost certain we will not talk about <laughs> it. I'm almost certain <laughs> I might. Because I think a lot of people are past that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah? Maybe let it go. Well, you haven't spoken to Alexis <laughs> Guerreros. <laughs> Carreros. Get it right. Uh, Carreros. <laughs> yeah, so, did Carlos Cordero give the spelling to WPIX? <laughs> did we talk about that? We talked about this on the show. Uh, we did talk about that. That was yeah. the other week before. So the um, uh, let's talk about the Hudson River Derby because the controversy... Boy, the stolen Derby. <laughs> it's been renamed. Here's the thing. It's not the Rebels' fault. It kind of, it's kind of uh, Mule's fault. But it, it, he, all right, he threw the ball in. If you don't know, the, uh, overall, okay, the game, uh, the Rebels win this game two to one. Also, we were in a box. We were we, in a private. We box. will talk about that in a moment. It's pretty, but <laughs> pretty dope. Uh, Rebels win this game two to one. Uh, of goals, uh, two goals from Daniel Royer. Uh, That's uh, right. Uh, one from a penalty. He wins man and, of the match, obviously. And the second one from a very, very controversial. Uh, they calling it corner gate. Or throw-in gate. A corner gate sounds better. Yeah. A corner was issued as per the flag of the of the sideline judge. Correct. So they and and not just not just he didn't like intimate it. He didn't just kind of suggest it. Literally, he has his flag pointed down to the corner flag and also pointing at the corner flag in itself. He's he's right next to it. The only thing missing right was to his it. tongue and toes pointing at it. I mean, everything <laughs> else, he's pointing directly at it. So everyone's like, all right, here comes the corner. Then all of a sudden, Mule just to- throws the ball in. Yes. Quick throw in. Okay. And I, meanwhile, a bunch of NYCFC players are preparing for a corner. And people are saying, play to the whistle. What whistle? What are you talking about? Yeah. The kid's outside. The kid has the ball in his hands. That, that you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's not a, that's not part of the rules. That's a, you're not supposed to do that unless it's a throw-in. He takes a quick throw-in. The defenders sort of now have to sort of readjust real quick, and it's perfect timing for a cross in a beautiful header by Royer. It yeah. really is an absolutely incredible snap header. Well, yeah. and it goes just past Sean Johnson. That said, 
immediately it becomes a court, a trial. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. All of a sudden, every player runs to the sideline official. Like, what are you doing? And the sideline official have been sort of getting jeered at by the players for sort of a couple missed calls, right? Yeah. The refereeing was, wasn't great overall. The whole, the refereeing was trash. So the, but this had, this took about uh, probably about seven, like, uh, somewhere between seven, seven to ten minutes yeah. of arguing with the referees. No yellow card was issued. NYCFC uh, was visibly and uh, for good reason, very upset because they believed it was a corner. So now that more information has sort of come out, uh, uh, Alex Ring, especially in uh, a post game, was he kept it real. Took it to him. He, he literally said Alan Kelly, the center referee, was uh, basically uh, almost... Like he was like the 12th Red Bull player. He sort of just suggested like he was on the team by by not uh, he should. He ring was suggesting like he should have made them retake the throw in because the 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 um, the AR, the assistant referee had pointed to that corner. Everyone thought it was a corner. The Alan Kelly later said that he verbal verbally uh, uh, made like verbally acknowledged that it was a throw in. To who? I don't know, because this happened incredibly so he, fast. So he gave the motion of a corner the, so, while yelling. No, no, no. The, the center official yells, throw it. That's, so now it's I a don't know, pick your own adventure? Y- y- well, yells, this is how we play soccer? Yells is not the right word. He just said that he verbi- verbally uh, uh, noted that it was a th- I don't know to who. He doesn't say to who. So now people are suggesting that he might be lying, right? Because there's also the the recordings of of, of, of the referees, right? That, that hasn't been put out yet. You know, this is like one of these weird, like, uh, uh, you know, police brutality videos when like, release the footage. Well, it's a different format. We're trying to figure it out. We're like, scrub that, Jake. It's, it's, yeah. it's getting to that point because people don't believe that Alan Kelly actually said anything. And the fact that the throne was happened so quickly, which is part of their game, right? We've talked. Yeah, like, which is fine. I'm not mad at the Rebels. The Rebels, that's what they do. No, they I, do quick throw-ins. They throw you I off know your one, game. No one should be direct any anything uh, towards the Rebels themselves. They're playing their game. Uh, they're doing the right thing. Uh, you understand, right? This is the official's fault. But it, the fact that that the center referee clearly sees that the that the sideline referee is calling for a corner clearly and and I want to stress that it was he's holding the flag and pointing to the corner for what must be about 5 or 6 seconds right which is a lifetime on when in the middle of a game, but also before there were microphones and, and all this other stuff, that motion was significant. It still is to this day. Yes, that is a sign to everyone. This is a corner. Yeah. So all of a sudden he throws the ball and everyone's like, well, that's not allowed. We said corner. And then all of a sudden they score. And you're like, what are you doing? You, you pointed at the corner. Yeah. And the fact that Alex Mule uh, took this is why the that that um, suggestion that Alan Kelly verbally communicated anything. There's no way he's like 30 yards away from Alex Mule. Alex Mule does not know or care what the well, this center isn't true. Let's be honest. Like we saw both of them had the cans with the string on it, right? <laughs> so like, yeah, we didn't hear we it. We didn't hear it. Yeah, but you know, they were telling their secrets to each other, <laughs> right? <laughs> Alex Mule just throw he throws the ball. So, but the fact that the that the center referee is not uh, clear, especially when there's a the discrepancy, right? The, the two referees don't agree. And the fact that the, 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 the sideline ref is so clearly pointing out that this is a corner and he's like overruled, right? It's just like a courtroom or you're overruled. And he's like, that doesn't tell anybody else. Also, 
Don't we have a system set up to review these? Uh, yes, but the, the main issue with that is that it's not reviewable. But, this shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened, but it's not reviewable. So, like, we, we, if we agree that the, this is what VAR can review, then we understand uh, it's not reviewable. And, and, and I'm fine just saying the referees made a mistake. It, it was just not a good evening for these referees. But I, VAR is not the problem here. But there's also there's got to be a way to correct a mistake like this in the future. I uh, maybe maybe I, I, the way to correct it is for the referee to be like, hey, you can't do that quick throw on when my my sideline ref and myself can't agree on what exactly just happened. That is the proper thing to do would have been to make them retake the throw and blow the whistle, stop the play, uh, r- figure out what the exact call is, talk right. to the sideline referee, not just presume that you got it right when the other ref like it, it, it's. It's sort of like the the offside rule now, right? Where people are like saying you got to keep you, the rule now is that they don't they don't raise the flag, yeah, right? Or, or and they do that now because last year, last year what was happening was that they were raising the flag, the and and the players would stop playing defense, but he but the the center ref never blew the whistle, so the players would be like, I'm I'm reacting to the offside flag, right? Not your whistle, because I I'm that's I'm I'm conditioned to do that. So now to alleviate that issue of like not playing defense when when the, when the offside when the sideline ref is not sure if it's offside he or not, keeps his flag down and keep, then lets it go to VAR. I, I, and if it goes in, raises the flag c- c- because uh, he or she presumes that it was it was offside, right? So uh, in this instance. It's, which is not an, it's not offside. This is on. Was it a throwing or was it a corner? This isn't. It, 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 the same thing happened. NYCFC stopped playing defense because they thought it was a corner. So it is a. It, it's a weird position. It's like we we think VAR is going to solve everything and we're not going to have any issues anymore. And then soccer finds a way. Yeah. So it always finds a way to make it a little bit more complex. It's you so know? stupid to have this thing and be like, but, but this is one of the things we all agreed on. We weren't going to use it for. This is a, a circumstance that no one was prepared for. It, it really was. Just really. use the damn thing. And if you made a mistake going up to it, don't be like, nah, dude, I wrote it in Sanskrit. <laughs> That's the problem. Though You just don't nah, get it. Alan Kelly messed up. I mean, there's no other uh, way to put it. It's- Everybody messed up that official. And then after the game, as soon as the final whistle went, court was readjourned. Yeah, my dude. guy. <laughs> and also they got a new lawyer. Don't came through ready to swing on dudes. I, I honestly think the game got, especially in that second half, got incredibly chippy um, because Alan Ka- and didn't give any yellow cards to um, a- after all the descent. The, I mean, the wild levels of descent from NYCFC were kind of allowed and I think it's because Alan Kelly, he knew he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. You don't let, he, that- I feel like he was looking for a makeup play, but it never came. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so fr- Alan fr- Kelly just kicks the ball and he's like, there, all right. <laughs> okay. We're square. We're good. Uh, we're goody. Right. Uh, I mean, up for unfortunate, it was a good game overall. I mean, the, fr- uh, a good first half, uh, from NYCFC, they looked pretty dominant, but that, it's not just that those are, you know, I hate to just do negatives, right? Let's do positives. The food. Oh, buddy, <laughs> you got to get yourself into a private suite. My friend, we did, we did go to a suite for the, the rebels and thank you. We got an invitation that was very, very nice. It was sweet. It was uh, very sweet. Um, and get we, it? we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't 
couldn't really like emote the way we may have wanted to. Yeah. Well, during that first goal, we sort of grabbed each other and didn't make any noises, but we vibrated a little bit. We shook a little bit. Kept it all in, but you know. Ah, <laughs> we took a year off our life, but it was worth but it. But we stayed professional. All right. When you're giving us free food, we will pay attention to the rules. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was cool. I, you know, I, th- I feel like the Rebels invited us to, uh, to a private suite to watch NYCFC lose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't uh, the, fu- the funnest part, but it was uh, it was a cool experience. So uh, it was dope. The food was great. The atmosphere was great. We had some friends there, uh, which was cool. Some people we've met uh, during our travels and uh, along the way. So it was pretty dope. Yeah. And um, we got uh, they gave us a couple free jerseys. Yeah. Which we're clearly not going to wear. Right. Not wear, but, we'll uh, get- but there's nothing wrong with them. They're beautiful. Uh, so we're going to give them away. Yeah. And so- if you if you like, we'll autograph them. I highly doubt <laughs> any Rebel fans listening to this want that. Um, but we have a double XL jersey and, and a, a medium. medium. So uh, we'll figure out a way to give them away. Maybe, yeah. uh, you know, maybe we'll have uh, the funniest review or something like that. I don't know. Maybe Gully Squad. I mean, uh, we have a couple of Red Bull uh, fans in, uh, in, Gully, in, in Squad. Gully Squad. Maybe if you join Gully Squad and you want a Rebel kit, get in there. I don't know. I, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I mean, we're just like, we haven't discussed it prior. So No, but we, we will give them away. And, you know, uh, that'll be dope. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that was a, a good game uh, to experience because we got to see what it's like to sit in a suite, which was dope. Um, but, you know, as far as what happened on the field, not the most fun. <laughs> a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. I think, and, and that's my main issue with the game. It's like, you know, NYCFC is going to lose these games. Rebels are going to lose these games. It's like, it is what it is. But the fact that that's how it ended, I, and I even think Rebel fans are not a hundred percent like it's not as it's not as um, it doesn't have the same satisfaction. No, winning that way. They've even said that that if that were, if it went the other way, they'd be ballistic. Uh, yeah. You know, it would have been insane. So yeah, okay. So uh, let's talk about a couple other games. Uh, uh, some great ones: Seattle Sounders against uh, Atlanta United. They host Atlanta right there at the Clink and win this game two to one. This is another very very entertaining game, and I, obviously we have to talk about the goal from uh, Raul Rui Diaz uh, because I think he of- officially owns Miles Miles Robinson's career because I think he is done uh, w- playing in the league. I think he, he, he gets to decide whether Miles Robinson comes in a game or does not. Raul Rui Diaz should be wanted for murder <laughs> after that. That was... One of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, what an incredible amount of skill. Yes. But uh, Miles is still spinning in circles. Looking for that ball. Unfortunately, he's a great defender. Great defender. Uh, but he got beat here. Uh, Bad. And it was, uh, I think it was a, a great, I think it was a pass from Nico Lodero and Raul Ruiz Diaz just does the rest of the work. And he basically chips uh, Miles Robinson and then uh, blasts it past uh, Brad Guzan. But this this goal in, in every angle, if you follow the Seattle Sounders on on Twitter, they have this in slow mo. Uh, they have some, one of the digital people made um, uh, an, uh, like an the X Files theme song and made this weird Area Fifty One like meme. You, yeah, because the whole raid on Area Fifty One that yeah, people yeah, yeah. That went viral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw one which was funny, which was uh, ET on like a roasting spit, mm-hmm. and someone's putting seasoning on them, and it said when Cubans break into Area Fifty One. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. I love all the the whole Area Fifty One stuff is hilarious. But they took that goal and made it one. Uh, one of the players had like secrets and security was on the other one. Yeah. It was just absolutely hilarious. I mean, this is one of those goals that they're going to show again throughout the whole year. And at the end of the year, yeah, this is a goal of the year candidate easily. Uh, hopefully it wins goal of the week. Weirdly enough, goal of the week 
is usually not won by the best goal. No, something's up with it's voting. The it's vo- fan voting. But I'm not. But I'm a little bit more concerned because I, I feel like the Russian bots might be involved. Oh, in this okay. Because now, now I'm interested. Weirdly enough, and and maybe other people must see it, but I, I haven't really seen anybody talk about it. It's usually the the fan favorites are any Atlanta United goal, right? Because they have a they huge have a fan, base. fan base. But I've been seeing recently, very often, that goal of the week is usually won by any Montreal Impact player. Ooh. This is really strange because we don't associate Montreal Impact with having this like massive fan, massive base. fan base. You don't see them going wild in French on Twitter or anything like that. Okay. <laughs> so something's up. And I'm, I'm putting it out there. If anybody from MLS is listening, somebody better be, figure something mm. out. Because I, 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 I don't know the... Uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I'm not saying that Montreal Impact doesn't have a beautiful fan. We've been there. We've got incredible the fan base. Love, love all of them. Okay. Love, love the city. The city is amazing. My third favorite city in the world. Love Montreal. I can't understand why they always winning. Hmm. These goal of the week things. It's like something's up, you know, like when someone has like a hundred thousand fan followers, but they get like 23 likes on a photo. You're like, mm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> mm. the social media game for the Montreal Impact doesn't seem as like uh, as intense. It's not as much activity. Activity. Certainly now that you would associate with a goal of the week consistent winner. <laughs> but it, they, they, they're very high up there off, off of like somewhat. I'm not to take any away from they have good goals, but great goals. You know, like I, I, I think like Wayne Rooney's chip didn't win. So stuff like like stuff like that happens often. Ah. So somebody figure it out. I'm putting it out there. I'm because I'm curious. What couple what, of French Canadian bots? Okay. Couple Quebecois bots. <laughs> Quebec bots. <laughs> I'm uh, so we're trying to figure it out. Very very odd. All right. But, uh, yeah, the goal uh, was great. Joseph Martinez uh, gets a uh, header in the 65th minute, which is like, mock the guy. I mean, you've seen what he does. Uh, I feel like he's shown you enough to suggest <laughs> maybe he's one of the guys you, follow, you, you, you cover. And then the, the game-winning goal uh, by the man who is demanding a bobblehead, yeah. Harry Ship. That's right, <laughs> baby. Uh, real big miss in the beginning of the match. But, uh, yeah, he came back. He came back pretty strong. Yes, yes. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah, but. Uh, uh, the, the great, it was a great buildup, and it was uh, just good to see. And it was a, a well placed header. So yeah, but uh, it, and it came off of a mistake, which is always a defensive mistake. It was a bad pass, yeah, out of the back line. Which when you see that, you're wondering like what are, what's happening out there. Yeah, so uh, a, a little bit. I of, felt bad for Pete Martinez. Got a great goal, and it was offside. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, he feels bad for Pete Martinez too. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> he's uh, he's on the phone right now with an Argentinian yeah. radio station complaining <laughs> about the food in Atlanta. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. That was like another. Remember the week prior, we were talking about like. The uh, you know what was going on between him and Frank DeBoer, and then the next day he's like on Argentinian radio, uh, just be- letting it all out, spilling all the tea. Yeah, being like spilling all the sweet tea, <laughs> <laughs> essentially saying that um, the, uh, the 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 system of play they're, they're asking him to play more defense, and uh, and he's like not adjusting and not super comfortable with it. And he and he, he mentioned that if if he had, I th- I don't want to. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he basically implied that if he could, he would be back at um at even well he, he he essentially said like i could ne- he i could never go to boca because i, I play for river okay he goes but i would definitely go back to river okay whatever i don't know i mean you're in atlanta so they want you to play well in atlanta <laughs> well you know if you want if you want him to be happy and stay you got to get migos involved okay <laughs> 
Put PT in a video. PT Martina. PT Martina. PT Martina. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not what I was going to suggest, but I'm fine with it. Trust I feel me. like we can all make good suggestions here. <laughs> you know, that was one of mine. Um, next up, let's talk about uh, LA Galaxy against San Jose, uh, the Cali Clasico. The, uh, and I believe the next game is the Trafico. So they have a rough back to back. A lot of ecos out there. <laughs> <laughs> so many ecos. Yeah. So uh, LA Galaxy lose this game at uh, Dignity Health uh, Sports Park. They lose uh, three to one to San Jose. And San Jose, we, I mean, we've been talking about them uh, So a lot. exciting to watch. And the, uh, it, it's fascinating. Everybody's, uh, I love, all, all the journalists have been talking about how at the beginning of the season, everyone thought this was going to be a terrible team. They did, did not think Pelado Almeida will, would be able to fix the mess that was San Jose after. Well, they didn't like bring anybody in besides a couple of players from South America that no one had really heard of. You yeah. Know, just younger players that had played with uh, um, Pelado and I mean, the first few weeks were rough. Yeah. But look at where we are now. Okay. He gave him a couple of fuacatas and they, <laughs> they learned how to play. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what he means. Oh, God. We're man to man. <laughs> all right. It just all makes sense now. I mean, I feel like you wasted a lot of time saying you could have just <laughs> been out here smacking. <laughs> I mean, I'm bleeding out of this ear. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? I got six assists this season, yeah. so it's all good. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely afraid and I'm shaking like a wet chihuahua, but that fuacata helped. <laughs> so the uh, uh, early goal from uh, Rolf Felcher and then and then that is it because uh, then it was the San Jose show after that yeah and not only are they um, the San Jose show <laughs> okay, that costs extra. Uh, <laughs> uh, we can't necessarily tell you how much. We'll just say it's two hundred roses. So, uh, but the 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 I believe the first goal from uh, from Vaco that was just an absolute blast by uh, Bingham, who was a well, yeah yeah he was a former keeper for for, yeah. for the earthquakes. But the uh, they they are just they're an exciting team to watch, and I think. They, I, I'm, I'm gonna say that they, uh, in, in a one game single elimination playoff, it, it's looking like San Jose might be the one of the tougher ones. That they, I, I also think nobody style, wants. To, I don't think anybody wants to play them. That's also, what, the style they play is so different from everybody else. You're just like, I don't want to now have to train specifically for this man coverage type of stuff. So, I don't know, man. They, they have a, they have a style that can win uh, MLS Cup because they're different than everybody else. Sure. Yeah, I just it's it's just amazing to see a team uh especially with the season they had last year and and a lot of times you see a bad team and it's easy to think like, well, the tra- the players are trash. Like clearly yeah. we 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 understand that. We're like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and and who was it that I who that we were talking to about the was it Johnny Baraja? I, for, I forgot the, about like w- the effect that the coach actually does have on the players, on the player, not only tactically, but on their confidence. Yeah. And it's just great to see uh, the, the San Jose earthquakes playing with so much confidence. They, they believe in each other. There's that support there. I would argue that they to me, they look like the U S women's national team when it comes to that camaraderie there uh, compared to how, you know, how, uh, well, there's certainly hang, the heads hanging low, yeah. like, you know, it's they are playing for each other more than I, I have ever seen. Yeah. And when they when one scores, everyone seems so excited about, you know, it's not even the same as just celebrating. It seems like they're all celebrating for each other. So that's really awesome. Yeah. So uh, incredibly entertaining. So and then uh, the, the last one real quick, uh, um, the uh, what is it? What's this? The 405 Derby? What, what's the uh, Toronto Montreal? It has a number. It's from a highway. I don't know. I forgot the name of it. But the 
um, I, I, I want to say four or five, but I could be wrong. The um, uh, uh, Toronto wins this game uh, two nil, and uh, just just so uh, Montreal staying off the goal of the week board because they <laughs> imagine, didn't score one. Imagine they still win goal of the week. I'm a, now I'm gonna ask a lot of questions. <laughs> now we definitely got questions <laughs> from training. <laughs> I don't I don't think you understand. This one does not count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the the main thing, main Josie thing, with that beast free kick. Yes, that was incredible, uh, and I loved the, uh, the 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 fact that this this derby, even though it is Canadian, probably doesn't get it's not as hyped up as a Tafico and and the Hudson River derby yeah. is, but it's still filled with a, as much passion. And and uh, Josie Altador after the game. Uh, he, I think I couldn't. I, I, I think I maybe misheard, or was it, it? It wasn't loud enough, or whatever. But he was basically like saying, like they were playing in Montreal. He was like, "This is my house." Uh, it's just like he. Josie takes it. He don't care. He takes it to him. <laughs> so they were like tossing beer at him and stuff when he scored. Like it's it's a real it's a real fun fun one back and forth. <laughs> We've been there for it. It it gets wild. Yeah, they tossed beers at us. I'm not yeah. kidding. <laughs> but they were closed. But and we called him. Yeah, we called him. We drank him. So thank yeah, you for tossing cool. those beers yeah. to us. <laughs> thank you. Hey, you want a light? Here you go. Hey, here you go. So, uh, okay, so that's it, man. Uh, A a lot of fun uh, games this week. So thank you uh, for uh, uh, listening to us talk about those. But we have to get to our interview with... The Italian national team player. You, uh, whether you see, like it or not. Whether you like it or not. All right. Yeah. And I'm, I have a good feeling you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, played for Villarreal. Uh, played for Manchester United. Uh, played Fiorentina. for Fiorentina. Played for uh, uh, Parma. Did he play for Parma or did yeah, he well, just he train? Yeah, Parma's youth. As a youth, right? So, uh, from New Jersey. That's right. I mean, it just. Uh, it, and it got real Jersey. It got there. very, very Jersey. Uh, but we uh, were absolutely honored uh, to talk to Giuseppe Rossi. And, and we still not can't, can't believe he came into the studio to talk to us. Believe it or not, after this break, we will be talking to Giuseppe <laughs> Rossi. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it either. I, I don't even know what the next voice you're going to hear yeah. is. Uh, but I just, before we even get to it, I do want to say just thank you for listening to the show and supporting the show because without like uh, some of that fervor uh, of people hearing about it, uh, you tweeting about it, this does not happen. Absolutely. This is all because of you. The live shows we do is because of you. <laughs> the fact that we get players like Giuseppe Rossi <laughs> on this show is because of you. Exactly. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We're going to bring in with a word from one of our sponsors, NYC Footy. NYC Footy, that is, uh, that is our league. That's where the Cooligans FC play. And That's we just, right. We just won our first game this season. And you weren't there. And Coincidence, I, w- I think so. <laughs> so uh, uh, go to nycfooty.com if you want to play in a, a really, really dope uh, soccer league in uh, in the city. It they is. play on beautiful fields overlooking southern Manhattan right on a pier. It's absolutely dope. There's some other ones. It's one of the coolest leagues. They have great parties. The parties. The parties. Just for the parties. That's why you want to join us for the parties. You <laughs> uh, know? But it's, it's co-ed. Uh, they play in a bunch of different. Uh, they play in different boroughs. They play different uh, skill levels. The different. Di- yes. Yeah, so it's well, every, everybody is welcome. But it's one of the dopest soccer leagues, and we're not just saying that. So uh, you go to nycfooty.com, join a league. You can if you join as a as a free agent, just as an individual, uh, you can get a discount. And if you join a whole team, there's a discount as well. So just use the promo code Cooligans when you sign up, and you will receive that discount. It's not that hard to remember. Just put Cooligans, and you're going to get some money off whether it's for you or for your whole team. 
Yeah, baby, we're back. We are, and this Woo! is uh, an absolute honor. This is incredible. I'm like nervous. Are you? <laughs> Hell yeah. You're sitting amongst two Jersey legends. Yeah, I'm nervous <laughs> being around you mostly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually probably a good idea. Born and raised in Newark. No, this uh, is wild. Go this is it. absolutely insane. I mean, guys, you know, trust me, you know him. Some of you love him. <laughs> Some of you don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, New Jersey's own, Giuseppe Rossi, everybody. Thank Giuseppe. you, guys. Thank you. Thank how you. does it, how, uh, you know, here we are, okay? Yeah. We're in New York, right? You're born and raised in Jersey, moved back to Jersey. You've yep. been all over the world. How's it feel to come back? Love being back. Yeah? Jersey's home. Jersey's home. I got my family. I have my friends. Uh, this is where it all started when I was young. Um, I grew up playing soccer. I grew up... Uh, I grew up in Clifton, New Jersey. Shout out to Clifton. Yeah, yeah. Never uh, lost the accent. <laughs> Clifton, New Jersey. Yeah, but, yeah, but listen, some people say that I have, when I speak Italian, they're like, oh, you have an American accent. When I speak when I speak um, American, they're like, you got an Italian accent. And I speak Spanish, too, because I played seven years in, in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, you have an Italian accent. So I feel like I have an accent everywhere I go. <laughs> this is just so not, okay. not accepted anywhere you go. Te habla español? Claro. Wow. That's the test we do with all I our know. guests. Is yeah. to see how much Spanish well, they then know. you can stay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, cool. We can't talk shit about Giuseppe in Spanish. Remember that, everybody. You can curse on this if you want. Oh, wow. So, nice. look, first question we have to ask. Yes. What's up? Okay. Everybody wants to know. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Briefs or boxes? No. Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Take us back to the moment where you decide. You've said in other interviews, you've covered this already. When you chose Italy, it's framed as you chose Italy over U.S., right? Mm -hmm. Were you being sought after by both? Yeah, so, I mean, when I was younger, let's take it back to when I was a kid. <clears throat> My dad's Italian, fresh off the boat. And every Sunday we woke up watching the Serie A. My team was uh, AC Milan. We used to wear our jerseys. We used to watch it every time, every Sunday at, at 9 o'clock. And to give other people perspective, this yeah. is the time when soccer's not that popular. Clifton, probably, for sure. But in Jersey, in the U.S., it's not the number one sport. So wearing an AC Milan jersey, yeah. a few people knew what it yeah, was. Exactly. I mean, listen, to try and find a pickup game when I was young, impossible. Right. I used to go around with my bike. Yo, you want to play? Nah. Want to play? Nah. Want to play? Nah. So I'm like, all right. My pickup game was always in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Me, well, you were asking Dominicans sister, playing baseball. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's not gonna happen. Right? <laughs> exactly. Why are you kicking the ball? Pick it up. Don't do that to the ball. They love the baseball. It's easier, and at this time in Jersey, especially North Jersey, it's easier to buy crack than it is to find a pickup game. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you, man. I left when I was twelve. I left when I was twelve. I can't tell you. <laughs> I grew up in a different neighborhood, I guess. <laughs> so I mean, listen, I, I left when I was twelve, and. Uh, and um, and I just had that like Italian soccer in my blood. Yes, yeah. just how it was. So I grew up idolizing AC Milan, idolizing the players from the national team. Roberto Baggio, he was one of my main guys on the national team, and uh, and it, and it was in my blood since I was a kid. Where, what part of Italy is your family from? Uh, La Bruzza Molise. So that's like southeast. Is that the uh, that's the heel? That's like. The Achilles tendon. The Achilles tendon. <laughs> nice. Let's <laughs> stay away from that. Yeah. The um, when you decided you there were no social media, but you probably yeah. got a gist that the American fans weren't excited, right? Yeah, I, I felt it. I felt it. I, I think that's when like Twitter started getting popular. I think. Sure. Right? Yeah. Twenty ten is when you switched, right? What's that? Twenty ten is when you switched. 
No, 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 no. I switched when I was, what was it? Um, I, I, they called me up in 2005 to 2006 in yeah. the American national team. Um, so what was that? I'm 87, 2006. Let's do some math. Yeah. Was it 18, 19? Yeah, yeah. I was 18, 19 so, years old. You just stared at the kid who went to school in Newark, New Jersey to do math? <laughs> Let's be yeah, unless it involves fifths and eighths, not helping you out. <laughs> unless it slices, I can't help you out. What Talk if, about how trash the pizza is in Italy, by the way. It's trash, right? No, it's not. Come on, it's garbage. Bro, if you tell me that American pie is better than, than an Italian pie... I'm, I'm, Can you I'm just, walking off. I just want you to see what half of our logo is. <laughs> I'm considered a pizza expert, so we'll talk right, after this, buddy. By, by himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Voted by me. <laughs> no, I do pizza tours in the city, but we'll talk about but it. But there was, yeah, at that time, there was uh, a lot of coverage about it because yeah. clearly, from a, from a media perspective, soccer media perspective, this was a very big decision. But it was it, also yeah. like a controversy in soccer. So there was like a reason to now write about soccer. So you all of a sudden are plastered everywhere. Yeah, I mean... Like I said, I felt that backlash. I think there was like the time of Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm getting some bad, bad things said. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, listen, it's, it's I never disrespected American soccer. Of course, I never course. did that. Um, I was always grateful for the opportunity that they gave me. Um, so I just left that at that. And then obviously, you know, people could do and talk and do whatever they want. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, we're seeing it. Uh, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened, right? Where, yeah. where, where people can play for two different countries and they yeah. and then they make their choice of what, not picking the U.S. Like Jonathan Gonzalez was like a recent choice where he could play for he Mexico. He chose Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is um, is that a rep? Is it like a? Do you think it's a thing where it's it's every person makes their individual decision, or there there might be something about U.S. soccer that they're like, ah, oh, I, I, I'll pick the other one because it, it feels a little bit more stable. No, nah, because. I chose Italy because that's what I grew up with. That was in my blood. There was nothing really where I'm like, all right, I'm going to weigh out the pros and cons. There was no pros and cons going. Like, like Italy was what I wanted, what I knew when, uh, when I was a kid, and I had that opportunity when I was 20, 21 to play for them. So, I mean, people could say what they want, man. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, because it's Italy. They won championships, blah, blah, blah. It's not that. It's not that. It was a dream. And the dream was alien. And that was your connection was, to soccer. And I was lucky enough to do it. Yeah. Now, looking back, is how how did you become good enough to play for Italy <laughs> in growing up in Jersey and not even having access to like academies and stuff that they have now? Is it just something that's innate, or do you think that you can duplicate that for someone else? Well, I mean, I, I think we all have talent, right? There's so many, there's so many kids that are playing soccer today in America, right? And I feel like there's so much talent out there. All right. So how are we growing these kids? What are we telling them how the game is supposed to be played? How are we training them? Um, these are questions that American soccer has to ask themselves. Um, we have talents that come out every so often. We have uh, Pulisic right now, right? He's our main guy, right? All right, great. Before him, who do we have that, you know, is making it big in Europe? Uh, you, so, <laughs> I think my, I might be. Probably. It might be. But I had to leave at twelve. Yeah, I had to leave at twelve because yes, I have talent. Yes, I'm a good player. I had to find that. I had to learn that being among those guys in Europe. Yeah, and um, and I grew. I grew when you got player. offered at twelve, though, did you think you were like? Man, I'm good enough to play with. No, no, no. I mean, listen, I was tough, man. I was, I, I, I was crying to, uh, I was crying myself to bed every day. Um, 
I never wanted to tell my dad because me and my dad left together. And then we left my mom and my sister at home because somebody had to work. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was crying myself to bed. But you couldn't get one of those sweet deals. I didn't want to show my dad. What? You couldn't get one of those sweet deals where they pay the family to be trainers. No, there's no, <laughs> you know, there's no paying there's a, at twelve. Here's man. a here's a bag of gems. There's no <laughs> paying at twelve. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It, it, um, it wasn't like that. But bro, crying myself to bed every day. Didn't didn't want to show my dad that I was, uh, you know, that I was weak. So whatever. We just went on this journey. We just went on this journey, and. Um, yeah, I mean, it's similar to what you hear uh, uh, Pulisic talk about it with his yeah. dad, Mark Pulisic, where they, yeah, it's like this gamble, like, is, is yeah. this going to happen? It's and a shot in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, but, it, but it, it worked out. I mean, and you are uh, one of the most, uh, as far as American, uh, you know, people born in the U.S. and, uh, and be able to, one of the most storied, well-traveled, uh, incredible uh, career. Yeah. Uh, what is, uh, what's happening now? Because we see uh, all this, every couple, uh, two, three times a year, I see just, just have training, with, training with this team. Manchester right? United, I think LAFC, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I mean, listen, I'm 32, still young. Right. I still have, um, I still have a few years, some very high-level years ahead of me. Um, you know, I've had the injuries, unfortunately, so that kind of um, um, ruined a little bit. Yeah, yeah. my uh, momentum, I guess. My, yeah, yeah, my momentum and my career. Um, but I've I've always got back in track. Um, I had the um, I had the opportunity of uh, training with Man U. You know, my ex team. I had a lot of uh, I have a lot of connections. You know, Ferguson is still um, a very great mentor to me. Um, you could just text to him, Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah, he's cool. He's an amazing Whoa. guy. He's an amazing okay. guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not going to stop looking at Giuseppe's phone. Yeah, right I know. Now. Is he texting right now? <laughs> he's, an amazing, he's an amazing guy. He's yeah. an amazing guy. You know, I'm very fortunate to have um, to have uh, to have had that opportunity in those three years I've you with him. Um, and yeah, training two months with them, it was great. Um, and now it's off season. Off season. You know, it's all this like you know buying. Who's buying this? Who's buying yeah, that? Yeah. So we'll see what happens now. What made of all the places you lived? What made you want to come back uh, to the U.S.? You've made a home for yourself again in Jersey, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jersey's home. Yeah, I just got married last month. Congrats! Oh, she's congrats, from New Jersey. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Um, uh, she's from Jersey, so we have all our family here. So whenever it's the off season, if it's Christmas, when we have those five days off, it's back here. Um, the month we have off in June, it's always back here. Uh, so this is where it's going to be. Yeah. Till you know. When I retire, we're all coming back here. Uh, I, Jeez. I, you, you were talking about your, your time uh, at Man U. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, where, uh, at your young age, when did you feel like, oh, something absolutely clicked? We're like, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm understanding this. Like, at what point of that progression from that moment when you got to, uh, to, to Europe and, your, and turning pro? Yeah, so I started off at Parma. Parma is an Italian team, right? So uh, from 12 to 17, I was with them. Um, Man U scouted me when I was 16. Um, I was already getting a, like a couple of training sessions in with the first team at Parma. Um, so that was great because it was my first time interacting with pro players, right? Um, I held my own and I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, this is, this is good. Like, you know, we're doing something here because I'm progressing, I'm learning, I'm getting better, stronger, whatever it is. Did you call your friends and be like, yo, they ain't shit out there, <laughs> Yo, just because we watch them on TV, my guy, they're not that impressive. They ain't even that big. You know? Listen, I didn't have a cell phone. Yeah, no. 14, 15, man. Yo, they never even been to the Willowbrook I Mall. Did. I mean, they're not that not, impressive. I did not have no cell phone. Yeah. I, I used to write letters to my friend. Oh, amazing. But, um, but yeah, so then I got, then at 17, I, I got picked up with them, with uh, Man U. And that's when I had my first first time like with at a high level 
first team playing with Ryan Giggs, Ronaldo, Skulls, Rooney, name it. They were there. And, um, and yeah, I was, I was holding my own and I was like, I want to keep doing this. Like, I want to keep trying to get better. I want to keep proving that I could go and beat you, uh, real Ferdinand. I want to prove that I could go and beat you, Mikel Silvestri. I want to score on you, Tim Howard. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, I wanted to keep doing it. Keep trying to get better, better, and, um, and, you, and you end up you did score on Tim Howard. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Confederations Cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it. Was it was it a question when you did score? Actually, to bring that up, a uh, bit of a celebration. Yeah. Anyone? Uh, people were probably upset about that. Yeah. Were, were, did you ever consider maybe not celebrating? Was that or you were like, no, this is the I team I played for. About it, man. Yeah, who cares? I was right? thinking about it. Those are my first games. That was the first time I scored two goals with the national team. I mean, Pirlo it passes just you the ball, you, man. you score, just, you celebrate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's, um, there, were, there was no, there, were, there was nothing bad about him, and I was just happy. No. Well, first time I met Pirlo, we argued, I told him he didn't know anything about pizza. And uh, <laughs> one of the other players goes, is this the first time you ever speak to Pirlo? I go, yeah, why? He goes, and you're going to yell at him about pizza? I'm like, it's a good point, actually. If you yell, if you yell at him about wine, he'll probably fight you. Oh, no, okay, yeah, yeah, wine, yeah, I wasn't no, 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 That's not, yeah. I can tell you that. His sneaker had, like, uh, was wine colored, and it was cork <laughs> on the inside. That was his official Pirlo sneaker when he played for NYCFC. That's crazy. I was like, it's a bit much. He uh, loves wine. <laughs> so we, um, uh, we have a, a, a group of dedicated fans that uh, call we call them the gully squad. Have you, have you ever heard the term gully? Like when you're something oh, exactly. that's really, you might've left right before that. Pop. Yeah. 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 So it's like, it just means like, it was like a hip hop thing for someone who's like, they say what they want. They do what they want. Like you, right. right? Gully. Right? Right. Now it's like, we, we use it for soccer now. Like right, for cool. every time soccer AM makes fun of American soccer, we clap back. Gotcha. So we call ourselves, we're the gully, a soccer podcast. So now they're called gully. Squad. Exactly. So, right. so, so we have, uh, we have the gully squad and they, uh, they had a couple questions for you. So some of them sure. uh, were re- really great. And I wanted to, uh, uh Relay them to you. So, uh, Mike Chiara, he asked, uh, as a former former uh, Fiorentina player, mm-hmm. what do you think of Rocco Camiso buying the club? Uh, also, can you sign for the Cosmos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real happy there that he threw in that. <laughs> no, man, that's crazy. It's crazy that, like, an Italian-American with, like, the same history as, you know, my father, my uncles, my mother and everything, like, they're able to be successful here in America, um, create... Like, uh, fortune and then come back and being able to uh to buy a team like Fiorentina I, I think it's great I think it's great for him I think it's great for the uh for Florence you know I played there for three years um unbelievable fan base unbelievable city it's just awesome all right iconic Nintendo shirt we got one from uh yeah. Chip jo- Chip Robinson Robinson he says uh you ever think about joining MLS and uh second question is what is he what do you think about the current state of Manchester United yeah, the, uh, the MLS is always um, an intriguing club, um, not club, uh, li- uh, league to come to, to play. Um, you know, I've had um, a couple months of training with Red Bull. I got to know a lot of people there. Great people. The, like the level of play is, um, is very good. So, you know, that's something that um, is always in the back of my mind. Um, the level, the current level of Man U I mean, Solskjaer is the man for me. I believe that he could uh, bring it back to what it is. He knows what it is to win. He he knows what he has to do in order to get uh, the right um, atmosphere in in the changing room, uh, trying to make the players understand how important it is to wear that shirt and to come out and um, 
and win. So they're in they're in very good hands right now. What what as far as having uh, played for Manchester United, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think uh, have we met anyone that has played for Manchester United? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just, it, it is just a legendary club. I mean, what what is like uh, what has the just the the brand that had an effect on you? Like, what does it mean to you to have been a Manchester United player? Well, it's huge, man. I mean, what was I seventeen? I went to the summer. Um, like the summer preseason, we uh, we went to Asia, we went to South Africa, and I'm like, yeah, all right, nobody's gonna really know who the hell we are, even though Manchester's huge, mm-hmm. China and South Africa, bro, man, they were mobbing us, <laughs> they were mobbing me, they had signs of me of a 17 year old like in the stands, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. you know who the hell I am, <laughs> yeah. like, you go up there like, how you know, I'm like, how do you know who I am? I'm like, I just signed, so I could just imagine. What like Ronaldo and Rooney and of all that had uh, um, had to had to go through when they were going. Um, uh, what, what, uh, I'm curious about your uh, relationship with Rooney. I mean, we were just in D.C. watching uh, D.C. United take a, uh, oh, cool. on against uh, the Revolution. Uh, what has I mean? It's great seeing him in MLS. I, I know a lot of people probably yeah, want to cool. see you in MLS as well. Uh, what is it? Uh, th- th- this now that the MLS has definitely. But when you were uh, uh, younger, MLS was like. You know, we looked down upon without a doubt, right? There must yeah. have been a couple well, jokes was, in the locker room, right? There was a few. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was young. It was like a young, young league, right? Yeah. I, I mean, now, like you said, you got Rooney playing here. You got Zlatan playing here. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like crazy the growth that it's had in these past years. Is it is it like uh, uh, generally more intriguing intriguing because of that? Because there there seems to be one uh, uh, real fanfare, yeah. uh, an opportunity to actually probably make have a better paycheck. Does that when you were mentioning that? Oh, it was in the back of your mind. Yeah. Is it more forward in your mind now? Well, probably just because you know it's getting. I'm in the last what uh, four, five, four, five, six five years, years of yeah, my yeah. career, um, so you have to start. You know, thinking of how you want to, or how much you have left in the tank. Which, by the way, I'm 32, but I'm really 28 in soccer years because I lost four years in injury. Okay, so I'm still a young gun over <laughs> All here. All good. It's good All for right. contract. The mileage ain't too long. <laughs> you know, you're good. He's like, I have about uh, how many years is it? So I get one final big contract. So it's, uh, at three. <laughs> there you go, bro. You should be my agent, man. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's definitely something that I think many people would like to play here, just because of how it's growing. You always want to be part of something that's growing. You always want to uh, try something different. Um, you got fan bases that are growing every single year. Uh, viewerships are up, even at home. Um, stadiums are amazing. Stadiums are amazing. So it's um, so it's cool, man. It's cool. It's always intriguing for anybody from Europe to come out here. All right. If you if you could pick one league outside of MLS, outside of the U.S., yeah. uh, you've played in a couple of different, uh, where you think you'd want um, – the last six, seven years of your career to be, if you could pick one, where would it be? I know Serie A is on the up and up again. Premier League, of course, huge. Serie A is going on, man. I love La Liga. I love La Liga oh, yeah, in Spain. Yeah. Man, that was like amazing just because it's my brand of uh, soccer. Um, it's the technical game. It's the game where they're not scared to try something. Um, it's always attacking. Um, there's more space involved. So that's always good for a striker. So that's where I had a lot of success. And um, yeah, man. Do people, I mean, uh, we always get like a lot of comments whenever we talk about a lot of leagues. Like we try to, our commitment has been to like grow the American game, right? And just make it seem, uh, make it feel more relevant. But uh, we're not, we're not thinking like MLS is the greatest league ever, but like one day that'd be cool. Right. Of course. 
there's there's always a lot of uh, arguments or debate about like what is the best league like uh, a Premier League is because of the most viewership and and the, and the teams but they, people consistent, consistently say that La Liga has the most attractive and the best is the game is played the best there is that what would you leave so you you gotta look at a foot. I have a soccer. I was about to say football standpoint. Soccer. <laughs> you can say football. Go for it. Yeah, but I don't want people to get confused. Yeah. <laughs> soccer standpoint, right? Soccer is played with the ball. If you know what to do with the ball, that's soccer, man. Like, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Moving off the ball. Like, that's what it is. I could get very technical, but I'm not going to go for it, man. Um, that's La Liga play right there. That's La Liga. Now, if you want to look at the English Premiership, yeah, it's more entertaining because it's more physical, a lot of running. Um, fans are like really into everything. A tackle, they go crazy. Um, but that's the total opposite of what La Liga offers. So if you want to really look at um, the way soccer should be played with the ball, um, with your, with a, a, like a soccer IQ of how, you know, teams should go up and down the field. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spanish soccer is definitely okay. Open. What do you think about Germany? Because Germany seems to be a blend of La Liga and uh, and Premier League. It's growing. It's yeah. growing. It's growing. It's um, it's growing big. Um, you're having you always have Bayern that are always like you know the the team that's uh, that's um, that's winning it all. But you know you have Borussia that's a very young team. Um, they're coming up. Um, you have uh, Red Bull Leipzig. You have Tyler Adams playing there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's doing very well. Um, and there's a, there's actually a lot of Americans playing in Germany. I didn't yeah, know. Germany yeah. has like a real big connection in yeah, the yeah. US as far yeah, as you. That's crazy. Is there one team in any of those leagues where you look and you're like, dude, if you just had a Giuseppe Rossi, like where <laughs> where do you think you'd slot right in and be like, I could help this team? Man, uh, I don't know. I could help any team. I, there ain't <laughs> one team that I'm like, yeah. Um, we could use you on Arsenal. <laughs> I, I actually have somebody on Twitter that I follow that goes crazy. Some like journalist and. In England, he's always bashing Arsenal. Why? Yeah, because it's Arsenal. We're a punching bag. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I answered it. All right. <laughs> uh, this was a, a question from uh, uh, Landon Cottom. He asked, uh, uh, you were born in the, in the U.S., you have strong Italian roots and spent a lot of time in Spain. If you weren't a soccer player and yeah. had a regular job, which of these countries uh, would you prefer to live in? I, I would have definitely lived in America because I would have never left America if it wasn't for soccer. Okay. That's right. He wants to be close to the Willowbrook Mall. He wants to be close to Dickie D's Italian hot dogs. Get out of here. No, I'm not a big fan of the Willowbrook Mall, though. No? I mean, who no. is? <laughs> I worked there as a teenager, though. Um, looking, looking at your career now, uh, you know, look, you've got a couple years playing. Yeah. You've still got some great skill. What comes after that for you? Because one of the things I keep hearing from this conversation, I've heard in other yeah. interviews, is that you have in your brain a defined way you think the game should be played. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I asked before, what made you good enough to even be to to be to go to Parma at twelve? Is it what you knew? What you knew then is that something you could pass on to the youth here? You think in the future, or do you think you can help shape that, or do you think you could take a professional team to the highest limits? Where do you think you would fall in line? So if we're talking about after career, for me, it's, it's very important to give back, give back. Why? Because, um, I want the soccer here in America. I want the youth. Um, I want them to express their full potential in soccer because I feel like that there's a lot, a lot of talent out here, bro. We're 350 million people. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're all sons of immigrants. Yeah. Think about it. Like, I'm a summer immigrant. I don't know if you guys are, but oh, I feel like yeah. we all are. You know what I mean? Cuban, Dominican, so yeah. The, yeah. So, like, there's always, like, like, it's always in your blood. 
Like it's like soccer is in, in, in the blood of all these people. So to find a structure, to make them understand that this is what it takes. This is how you, this is how you have to go about your trade. Uh, make them just feel passionate about it, man, because soccer just gives you like undescribable emotions during the game while you're watching it. So that's what I want to try and give back one day. And hopefully, um, hopefully, change the scene if there's something about the way uh the, the youth uh, either academies are set up or the way the game is taught to to the young what is like that thing that oh this is what they do in england this is what they do in italy this is what they do in spain that i would love to bring here what's that that, that first thing that comes to mind structure structure so you got a young kid who's 12 years old how i left right um, they're looking like, right, how can I make it to that level? How can I make it up to the MLS? Let's put it that way. Yeah. There's, it's, it's, there's no structure or it's so complicated that, that people just be like, ah, oh, this is like, I don't know where to go. Like, what's my next step? Cause there's so many leagues, there's so many teams, there's tournaments, uh, there's high school soccer, but you can't play high school soccer if you play in a, in a club team, um, what's the level of high school soccer today? Um, college ball, like who plays college ball anymore? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, do they, yeah. or do, or yes, they do play, but do they take it seriously? Do, do the pros come in and, uh, and, and look at the college soccer? No, they don't do no more. So what's that step that, that, that I have to take in, like in order to get to there. So I feel like it, it's, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of confusion. Um, so young kids, they reach 14, 15, 16. They're like, all right, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to maybe try some other sport or find some other tristan. So you start like losing that, that, that passion. Yeah, that it your talent pool too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so uh, there's so much talent out here, man. So yeah. much, so much. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate because, uh, like we, 100%. Yeah. But how do of we course, make money man. off these kids? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> bro, <laughs> just, yeah. You nailed it, bro. You nailed it. <laughs> nah, seriously, bro. Like the booth is all about, like, yeah. how can I get into their, into mom and dad's pockets? No, it's, it's, you know, what's funny is it's we've, sad. we've done, we do live podcasts. We have a whole booth at the U S coaches, uh, convention convention. Yeah. Mm. And when people mention like the ending pay for play, you could see people kind of tighten up. Cause some of the coaches, that are there are like whoa, whoa slow down right, nothing crazy you know <laughs> how do you think daddy pays for the beam <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like it's these kids so you know? are they in it for the right interest or not That's a lot of them are yes but yeah. there are some that certainly are just here to make a big old paycheck you know and problem. i was talking to one of the parents who was like club the my kid has two traveling teams which i don't even know what that means i don't have kids there you go but he's on two traveling teams and both of them just want to win so because he's fast they just keep sending long balls to him exactly. because so the coach wants so to win so you're not learning anything so then that's point number 3 what are we what are we teaching them how like who is teaching them do we have the right knowledge are are people teaching the game to these young kids have the right knowledge um to better the player yeah yeah so would you want to be a that. coach or would you want to be someone who works for like I you at soccer? Do not have patience to be a coach <laughs> just because I know how hard I, I am on myself. I'm a perfectionist. Um, so if I'm training somebody and then they don't do it, I start throwing a couple of F-bombs <laughs> and then they're running to their parents and I'm getting sued. You're like, oh, that. you're going to cry? I don't want that. I yeah. don't want that. Don't is want that, that possibly because maybe your dad was hard on you and that's like he the only way. He said he's Italian and oh. from New Jersey. Why was that even a question? <laughs> Not even 100%. Yeah. 110%. Yeah, man. of course. 110%. How many times did you hear the word Maron when you missed the shot? <laughs> uh, I have his voice right here. Yeah. Every training session, every game. But I love it. I love it. Yeah, of yeah. Course. I mean, it made you because I'm somebody that likes to prove people wrong. 
So if my pops used to be like, hey, um, you did this wrong. What the hell are you doing? I'm like, like I, I, I don't get down. I'm like, yo, shit, I want to play like right now so I could show my dad yeah, yeah. or I could show whoever it is. Like even today, my, you know, the haters and all that shit. Yeah. I'm about to say, yo, I want to prove you wrong because just that's how I was brought up. Yeah, that's yeah. Is. That, that is like the mentality. I even had that with my dad where I'm like, you know. At, 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 oh, you, you both turn- had dads? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Change subject. <laughs> well, as, a, as a teen, all of a sudden your dad is like your hero. And then when you become a teenager, he becomes like a villain. that you're like, oh, oh, you're, you're, I'm going to. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Always yeah. arguing, right? Yeah, Always yeah, arguing. yeah. I'm going to show you. I'm going to do what you couldn't or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, Something happens. but <laughs> Some of us get to that villain stage a little early. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew what that dude looked like, oh boy! <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, uh, uh, that's well, how you make a comedian. Dude, uh, well, I got one more question. What's, up, what's, what's one food that you could get in Jersey, even Italian food, that you just couldn't find in Italy, and you were like, "Yo, if y'all just knew about this, uh, Taylor and ham sandwich, Taylor ham and egg cheese." <laughs> that's what it says. Yes, bagel or roll? <sighs> bagel, bagel, everything a, or plain? Yeah, bagel. Uh, plain, 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 plain. Plain? All right, I'm yeah, gonna have it. Then it takes the taste away from the Taylor ham. Yeah, Taylor you gotta ham. taste all that sodium that's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I wanna taste all 2,300 milligrams of sodium. I'm ingesting right now. Oh, yeah, we gotta go out to eat with just heavy. Yeah. Uh, are you kidding me? Uh, well, uh, dude, I wish we could talk to you for hours because uh, you are awesome. uh, just uh, a fascinating human being Thanks, and uh, we wish you all the best. Uh, but thank you for joining us on the show, man. Uh, it really means it. absolutely is an honor awesome. for sure. It was awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, where can people Follow you. Uh, where 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 are your DMs locked? That My people DMs can follow are locked yeah. at Beppe seven eight seven. You'll find me that on Instagram. All okay. right, very All right. cool. Uh, Listen. For Giuseppe Rossi, this is I mean, this is absolute honor. <laughs> we end the show, right? Uh, we're going to do that, or uh, no? With this, well, we, we'll add that to, yeah. uh, to tomorrow's episode. Let's do it. Why so don't normally, we do that? when we end the show, the, the yeah. show is called the Cooligans, right? Yeah. Uh, we we just scream the Cooligans. It's like a very you'll fun, know when to do it. Silly way to end a, a soccer podcast. It's a little aggressive, <laughs> but you get it. Sure. Um, so we're going to include you in that. So you, so right, please sweet. feel free uh, to join in. So for uh, Giuseppe Rossi, yeah. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The The Cooligans! Cooligans!